Welcome to another exciting episode of TSVU of the podcast. This episode, as always, will contain explicit language. If you don't like that type of thing, I suggest that you don't listen. Um, this episode, we are going to be joined by one of my good friends, um, D Mac. And as I said earlier in previous episodes, we are making some changes to the show, uh, or as you'll see in a second. Um, I feel like this is a good time to announce that TSB Wealth is no longer just a podcast. We are now a podcast network. And what that means for you, the listening audience, is that there's going to be more content coming your way and more varied content. So uh, from the beginning, we have been a nerd culture show. But of course, we had dalliances, dalliances and other uh, genres like hip-hop music, uh, pop music, really just music. But this summer, uh, we've started our interview sessions, and they're going over like gangbusters. Be sure to listen to episodes 67 through current to get um, a load of those if, you, if this is your first time listening. Um, so we've decided, and also, um, I had an episode with my uh, good friend Austin Sauce where we discussed uh, love, sex, and drugs. Love, love, sex, and dating, not, not drugs. I'm getting confused with. <laughs> with what things are called But in, in, in any event uh, True Stories Based on Fiction Is now a network And we're going to combine our love of all things Into one network of shows So of course you're going to have The, the, the uh, mainstay show um, The, the, the uh, franchise as it were True Stories Based on Fiction That's when Brian or Andy When he's available And myself Evan the third host We come together We discuss comic and nerd culture shit um, So it could be list shows about comic books Latest um, comic books that we're reading Movie reviews All things in the nerd culture milieu uh, And of course we'll still be joined by Rotating guest hosts And uh, guests and doing interviews still Those are going over pretty well So we won't, we won't stop doing those um, And then we of course have Eddie Murphy's Law A show that we've been doing What well, we've been discussing doing for years And so far we had one episode out But that show would basically be Brian and Double D um, now an official member of the network and a, ro- a rotating list of guest hosts, including myself and others, who will get together and discuss uh, Eddie Murphy movies in, in depth and wax, wax poetic about that. Then you have B&E Music Factory. That's where uh, Brian and myself, Evan, the third host, we get together and we talk about um, music artists that we admire and we like and we uh, basically wax poetic about their whole career. The theme of this introduction is uh, waxing poetic about dope shit. Um, so then we have we have those three shows there, and we're adding two in. Um, how can I put it? Uh, the Music Factory have always been numbered, and they've been differentiated in the um, in the feed, as well as Eddie Murphy's Law. And as you know, uh. Last up, two episodes ago, we had uh, the second uh, inter- the second induction in our Rocky series, uh, Eyes of Rocky Tiger, um, where Double D and I discussed the Rocky movies. So that's going to be a short form show. Um, it's nothing too regular. But staying with the theme of our popular guest host, Double D, he and I also have a show called uh, You Can't Say That on a Podcast. That's going to be maybe a quarterly show or a bi-yearly show or something like that. Not, nothing is going to be on a regular on a regular schedule. 
uh, he and I were on that show, we talk about very taboo subjects and politics and just things of that nature. But um, now, uh, a couple episodes back, uh, me and my good friend of mine also saw this show about love, sex, and dating uh, and about uh, the emotional terrorists. That was until the Rocky episode two episodes back, the fastest rising episodes on, on the feed so far. So uh, we decided to turn that into a show. Um, we'll see what the pace would be with, in terms of the release of it. But that's an official show on a network called PICs on LSD. The PICs are the Partners in Crime, also Sauce and myself, Evan, the third host. And the LSD is not the drug with love, sex, and dating. Um, I want to give a shout out to my little sister, Ariel, for coming up with coming up with the name of that show, and I hope that goes over well, but that's officially a show on our network. Um, last but not least, and a perfect segue into the show that we're going to do today, um, uh, I like to talk music with everyone, but there's a couple of people I can really talk music to, to where there's not any ego involved, and we can really enjoy ourselves, we don't get mad at each other's opinion. So because of that, uh, me and my, my friend for many, many years have gotten together, we decided to do a show called In No Particular Order. So what you're going to hear in the next few hours, in the next hour or so, is essentially the pilot recording of that show. Um, in no particular order, we will typically um, have hip hop lists based on hip hop culture. They could be top five favorite album, top five um, guilty pleasure albums, all in the in the milieu of uh, hip hop and rap. Um, this first episode, we talk about uh, we discuss the theory that. The summer 2018 is the best summer of music that we've had in quite some time. That conversation went so well that uh, the Magna decided to turn into a regular show on, on the feed. So, um, again, with those two new shows, PICs on LSD and, and in no particular order, there's no particular order of when these shows will come out, but they just have their own title cards, which I have already worked on, and they, they will be definitely... Uh, they will definitely be designed differently in this new feed. Some of you may be wondering why we aren't going to do separate feeds for each of the shows because I'm cheap and we're cheap and we're not doing that shit, but you will know what shows which. And also, I want to keep the original numbering of the show so we get to 100 episodes quicker than it would be otherwise. So that's a little bit of inside baseball. Uh, Brian and I are both very happy with what we're doing and it's happy that we're expanding the network. And Brian may have some other shows that he may record as well. He's still working on, he's, he's still fishing out some ideas and still got and Randy's always welcome to come on the show but as you guys know now life is kind of life is a lot busier than what it was when we started we all are pretty busy and it's getting quite difficult to all come together and record at the same time but uh, the two new shows are going to be recorded over Skype so because we don't have to be in the same room with each other it kind of opens up the schedule so I hope you guys enjoy the, the, the pilot episode of In No Particular Order enjoy the new changes to the network so uh, until then enjoy the following episode good evening ladies and gentlemen we are
nonfiction. This is Evan, the third host, and I'm joined by one of my friends since, dude, uh, what, about 26 years? Oh, yeah, 26 plus. 26 plus, yeah, because we met, what, first grade? Yeah. Yeah, and, and now we're old as fuck. <laughs> yeah, so I'm joined by one of my uh, closest friends since for 90% of my life. Um, so for the show, just call you Dave Mac, Dave. Any preferences? Yeah, that's cool. Dave Mac and or Dave. We'll pr- probably call you both during the course of the show. And I'm not joined by any of my other co-hosts today, which is fine, because Dave and I are going to talk about, well, so I think I texted you probably a week or two a, a week or two ago, discussing, was saying that this might be one of the best summers for music that we've had in a long time and possibly ever. So, yeah. um... With that conversation, I decided maybe we should just hop on here and talk about that. Because since we've been teenagers, like, we'll just drive around, fucking listen to music and shit, and and discuss it, break the shit down track by track and shit. So I figured, why not do it, like, on the uh, on the show? Because um, I guess we'll get right into it with that. Do you think that this might be the best summer music that we've had ever? I wouldn't say ever, but it's been the best in a long time. Uh, and it's, it's just been good for hip hop, you know, yeah. in general. Uh, people have been, they've been putting out like good music ever since, I, I want to say almost April. Yeah. That's when the start of it and the build of it was. And I, I have to say this, it, this, this has been a good summer. I mean, everybody been bumping from Carly B right. to, <laughs> Carly B to to Nas to the whole Kanye movement or whatnot, you know, it, it's it's been a good good summer so far. So if this isn't the best summer off the top of your head, can you think of any any that have been better than this? Uh, you know, I have to. Hmm, you know that's that, that's a good question. I, because uh, that, that that would take some thought. <laughs> <laughs> because like in our youth, we would get maybe one or two the whole fucking summer and shit. And damn, but that's it. This, I mean, we're gonna talk about at least six or seven projects, and it's only fucking the middle of July. So yeah, <laughs> so we've had some albums of the summer before, like say back in two thousand one, we had fucking the Blueprint one, and then at the end of the summer, no, I think. No, 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 no. That year, I it, correct me if I'm wrong. If you recall, it was the best of both worlds got leaked right after yeah. school ended. So, so like the, that was typically the whole summer. Then at the end of the summer, the Blueprint One came out, I believe, and Ghetto Fabulous. 
Yep. Yep. So that's three for that summer. Uh, then the year that we graduated, we had 50 Cent and we had Usher, I believe, right? Wasn't it the first 50? And then you know it? what? Oh yeah. You know what? That 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 was a hot summer. I, I can't I can't lie because that one dropped. It was what was it? It was the 50 Cent. Then yeah, the Usher. Then on top of that, the Little Wayne came out. The Carter One. The Carter One. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Then they dropped the Lloyd Banks. Then yeah, it Young Buck. It was like one after another. <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah, because uh, wait, 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 wait. I think that I think he might be uh, a little bit incorrect. Cause I thought Fifty dropped his first one that in O three O four. Then everybody else came the following summer. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. But, yeah, but that's still a good point, though. The summer of 03, 04, like our senior year in high school, we had 50, we had Usher, we had Wayne. And, and that Wayne might have won. Uh, uh, both of them shits was hot. Like, Usher was hot as fuck, too, but in terms of riding around, playing that shit at work, that, that Wayne and, and that 50 dominated that year. Oh, yeah. Now, because we've, we've already uh, discussed the, the albums we're going to talk about tonight. But uh, would you say that any of the bodies of work that that, that we're, we're going to discuss tonight, um, are they in contention to being better than that year? Uh, I would say only only time can tell. You gotta give it time. True. Give it to, I say give it give it to like September time frame, because I'm almost. I will say they are they will be competing. I know that for a fact. Okay. They will be competing because I'm I'm just thinking of the sale, just just from the sales, uh-huh. Billboard, you know, from the like Billboard charts to you Streaming know me numbers. actually, yeah, and then just um, you and myself in general playing it, just in general, mm-hmm. just like you know, whether you working out or whether you in the car bumping it, you know, going to work or wherever. It, it, it's only just time to tell, man. Yeah, I mean, like, you make a very valid point, but then, as I ask you that question, I'm also thinking about how 2003 versus 2018, how times has just changed and how it contrasts. Because back then, you had longer albums, because this year has also been a year of a, a shorter project, which, which, which we'll get into if that works or if it doesn't work later on. And it felt like albums then had more time to breathe. Because they came in a decent proximity but it still gave it time to breathe because as Kanye did as we're talking about it was kind of like a big ass album that were released in certain chunks but it still didn't have really time to breathe which I think would be a pro and a con but yeah I, I agree it takes time it will take time to tell but I but at the same time though I feel like okay you know what so this is like one of our patented tangents but it's, but it's on top of though 50 came out in like March or some shit. Fifty didn't yeah. drop in the summer, but but that shit was hot from like March until the whole summer though. <laughs> yeah, true, true that. The whole year that shit was bumping. Um, yeah. All right, so I guess we'll get into it. So the first one, and it, we'll we'll kind of try to go go into a uh, chronological order. The first one that gotcha. that we agreed upon uh, start off the summer. Was uh, J. Cole's K.O.D. A.K.A. Kids on Drugs, A.K.A. King Overdose. I think he had two more things that the acronym could mean, didn't he? Yeah, it was uh, 
I, I can't remember all that, but you you hit it on on point. It was like, yeah, kids on drugs, drugs, king overdose, kids king overdose, and something, something else. else. As a matter of fact, bro, uh, so we can be professional as fuck. I'm I'm looking this shit up on Wikipedia right the fuck now, so we're gonna find this shit out. Nah, go ahead. So J Cole K O D. And then I think that people said it might be me like King of Diamonds too, which which doesn't tie into the album at all. Yeah, because uh, that's typically what uh what um candy stands for. Okay, yep. So it's it's kids on drugs, King overdose, and kill our demons. Yeah, there you go. And, and like those all fit. Yeah. So um, and we've had pretty in depth conversations on the pros and cons of J. Cole since he's become one of like the uh, kings of rap. And and we typically agree for the most part about where he goes right and where he goes wrong. Um and so for those who who don't know, we, we typically say that J. Cole is hot is a hot rapper, but he either needs help with, with his beats or get outside beats. Yeah. Because the beats are trash. It's like, I can make these beats. Okay, because uh, on the podcast, so, so right after the theme song, I played like a, a, a an original composition by myself at the beginning and the end of the show. It's like an intro, outro, because I don't want to get any copyright trouble, essentially. So I, I use this app on the... <laughs> I use this app on an iPhone called uh, Drum Pad Machine, some shit like that. Oh, looks like there's a problem. Oh, that's Google talking to me. Uh, that's my Google Home Mini. Shut up, Google. Um, but sorry, the, I don't understand. Okay, bitch, I get it. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> J Cole's beats typically sound like he made them on an app instead of like an actual producer. Like they aren't mixed correctly. They, they just don't sound right. So we've always agreed upon that. So that's how we, how we thought going into this one. We also, I think we both agree that since he let Nas down, he's let us down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Would you agree with that statement? I, I, you know, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Uh, with, with the album, I would say that the album, the body of work, to me, it's it's fire. It is, it is fire. Okay. It's to me, it's way better than uh, what's it called uh, for your eyes only. For your eyes only was good, but it was to me, it was good. Like yeah, it came. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, sounds good. I get it. He telling a story type deal. You know, she all the way me. through by the friend. She yeah, loves me. but but soon as soon as you listen to it, like you listen to it probably a couple times, then you're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm done with this album. I don't, I don't even need to listen to it no more. Dispose. KOD, yeah. KOD, on the other hand, it's, it's like a, it's like a, uh, the beats, don't get me wrong, yeah, the beats is simple. They're they, they very simple. It, but his verses is, is, is good. It's just like the Nas aspect. Like, you know, you got the verses, but your beats is like trash. Right. So your beat, so your verses gotta be on point to basically, upscale the beat to make the beat sound exactly. good right right <laughs> <laughs> but uh overall the album like i i, I like it I, I like it a lot uh i like the fact that you know he's he tells uh he, he's pretty much telling almost about the industry or your your upcoming rappers maybe and it, right. and, it, and i know it's just not like what's that one song uh uh, 
1986. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, granted, he was speaking to a rapper. He was speaking to a young little punk, but yeah. whatever the hell his name is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, a little triple S on Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he was speaking to him, but he was putting them on game at the end. And it was called, yeah, the fallout. And he was speaking, he was speaking, putting them on game about the rap industry, saying that if you're not talking about nothing, these motherfuckers ain't going to remember you. you just going with the, the trend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm actually talking about something. People, people going to know that they're going to listen to me until I'm old, like old as dirt. You know what I'm saying? He was like, you on the other hand, you just ride with the trend, saying the same thing over and over and over, and folks going to listen to you to an extent because that's the wave that's riding right now. But once you turn 30, they're not going to be listening to that shit no more because your audience then switched up. You're going to be on a little bit of hip-hop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I love that. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the fact that when he was talking about, uh, what was it, uh, Kill Edward. Kill Edward, when he was talking about Stepfather, he was he was talking about uh, he created this, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, wait, I, I, wait. I can't think. Oh, what song I are you talking think. about? Oh, the same it's, song? No, no, oh. no. It's another one. It, oh, it's, Friends. Yeah. Right. But he has Kill Edward on it, which is him. Oh, Kill, Kill Edward is his young buck sounding voice. With, like like on the old shit. was like, to the window, to the wall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's like uh, Beyonce, Sasha Fierce. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> or or uh, fuck Marshall Mathers and Slim Shady. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So he he brought him in, but that's supposed to be his stepfather because his stepfather was he was like strong, but he was he he was fucked up in the head a little bit. So he created because his uh, stepfather's name was Edward, so he made kill Edward and oh, shit. I did not he empty. Yeah, yeah. I did not know he that. implemented him in the in the song because he's saying the stuff that. He think that his stepfather was saying at the time on one time of his life when, you know, he kind of felt some type of way about him, you know. So it was like maybe he was undecisive and this, that, and the other towards him or towards his mother, you know. And then right. I, I liked, uh, what, what, what song was that? The, uh, uh, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, that was that was deep. That, She's like a young man when I don't ain't nothing on that side. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. One. I like the video. I didn't think he would actually put Kevin Hart in the video. That yeah, I, <laughs> that was crazy. And I, I personally don't like how Kevin Hart is trying to fucking uh, benefit off of fucking <laughs> fucking around on his wife. Yeah, I got a whole tour on this shit, bro. That shit, that's, that's fucked up. <laughs> he gonna make money off it. Yeah, right. I know it's crazy. And like he ain't wait no fucking time either. Like the next day, I got a tour coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Day, yeah. But how you put Kevin Hart in the video and he was like, oh blah blah. You know he he got the feet. Everybody looking at him at the grocery store because they know what's going on because it's all on the radio and social media and all that. Right, right. And then he ended up going at the stoplight and the girl like, yo, what it do? And he like, nah, I'm good. And then the old lady to the right of him, like, oh, I just heard about you on the radio. So, I mean, you still doing the same shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
it's it, 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 it's funny as hell. I I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite song on there is. Uh, let me think. What track is it? When he's uh, the one with Richard Pryor at the beginning. Bro, it's crazy you said that. That's my least favorite song on there. Oh, for real? That's my least favorite song on there. Cause I. I because uh, for a few reasons. Number one, I have, honestly, uh, this is going to be very un-PC, but fuck it. I have very conflicting um, feelings about Richard Pryor right now after what Christy Jones said about him. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. We, had, we got a sour on that one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, I, I liked it because, you know, Richard Pryor comes in. He talks about money. He talks about how, you know, dad was like, yo, you, you ain't making that much money, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. You is a, you know, a, a comedian, this, that, and the other. <laughs> Get your ass about it. Yeah. I thought that was funny. But then how he rose into the actual song and he explaining about how, basically almost how money rules the world, pretty much. When you, he, you would kill it, like, from taxes. You paying taxes on that. You I like that Uncle part of the Sam. song. Yeah. You paying Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam was like, yeah. I won't have, and it, that's almost realization. You gonna get twenty, Fact. what twenty, thirty percent, yep. or whatever you grossing. <laughs> now, when he, I'm not sure if he was rapping on his part or if it was uh, in that stupid voice. The because I hate the stupid voice the most. But but when he said, I think it was on this song, he was like, there should be an app and to where you could pick where your tax money goes. Yeah, he was. That's he was very, rapping. Okay, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But yeah, me too. Me the too. worst part about the song to me was the fucking Richard Pryor sample, and, and then I'll I, I tell you why in a second. Then two, that little voice he put on. Hey man, I, I, I like that stupid voice. Oh, <laughs> I like it. It was kind of like a kid. Like, I, I I liked it a little bit. I mean, it was funny. I see what he was doing, but his execution to me wasn't there. Now, for Richard Pryor, Quincy Jones did, did an interview probably in like April or May or some shit. No, or probably March. And where he was just telling all. So he, he was saying that he was friends with uh, Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. That dude from The Godfather and shit. Yeah, I know. And he was like, uh, Marlon Brando was cool with all the black people and shit. And then he, he goes on to say that Marlon Brando used to fuck everybody. He's like, all right, cool. And then he said, yeah, Marlon used to fuck everybody. Like Marvin Gaye, uh, Richard Pryor, uh... James Baldwin, he, he started naming all these dudes that, that Marvin uh, that uh, Marlon Brando was fucking that I didn't want to hear about. Yeah, I hear you. So, so, so he implied basically that um, Marvin Gaye was going to fuck by, by Brando, Richard Pryor. James Baldwin was like openly gay, man, so that, that wasn't surprising. But Richard Pryor has said a, a lot of homosexual jokes in this comedy, and they weren't really jokes. But I, I'm, I'm just still trying to. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with people of the homosexual community. I'm just saying I was shocked by it, and I'm still trying to process it all. Not that there's anything I, wrong with that. People nah, in the I audience. Got <laughs> I, I gotta believe it till I see it. I mean, well, again, yeah, you don't want to see it. You well, don't want to see it. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but I, I don't know too sorely about that, man. Some, Richard, so many people, so many people are saying so much stuff in the Hollywood, and I'd say yeah, Hollywood community that. Some of that stuff don't be true, and some of that stuff do be facts. Bro, but, yeah, I mean, bro, but here's here the thing. I, I got two points to that. Uh, number one, 
Quincy Jones was friends with all these dudes. He has, and he, he never had a public falling out with them. So there's no reason for him to lie. Number two, Richard Pryor's widow confirmed it. Maybe so. I don't know. Yep. Um, I mean, she might have got back at him. True. True. I don't know. That's how some people can be. Um. So now to uh, talk about your point on 1985. 1985 was was a good song, but it sounded like the beat came from 1985. That's why I like it. I don't like old school hip hop beats. I, I really. Oh don't. man. 1985. I'm not lying. And his flow was a 1985. Nah, nah, I get you. Nah, that's cool. That's cool. I mean. And also. That's that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, I mean, that's what. That's some of the things that kind of bring me in. Okay. Because I be trying to, you know, these nowadays, these days, I be trying to get back to the basics. Okay. And the I basics, think, everybody be trying to, you know, like I said, ride this wave. Hip hop didn't got to a point where, I'm gonna be honest with you, hip hop didn't got to a point where I don't even listen to the people I listen to. I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? And I was talking to, I was talking to a, another friend of mine mm-hmm. about it. I was like, dude, everybody I listen to is over forty. <laughs> why? Why is that? Like, like, like. I thought about it, like, everybody I listen to is over 40. I don't listen to, except for a couple folks, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, that's, like, our age. I'm like, but everybody else is over 40. I'm like, why is that? And then I thought about it, like, because everything's been changed. Like, <laughs> some of the stuff I, I, I don't like. Like, I, it's just, I mean, I don't like it because of the fact that it's, the, the game didn't change, but I like people talking about irrelevant stuff. Not like, just yeah. talking about yeah, just talking about you saying the same stuff over and over. You you using the same word over and over, and then everybody's like, "Oh man, that's hot!" Like the little pump or the little yeah. whatever. Good again, good again, good again, good again, good Yeah, but like, ch- oh, but go ahead, go ahead. Little pump may have said "good again, good again, good again, good again, good again, good again, but then he flipped it. He said, "My little bitch, little cocaine." So he he flipped it. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> I mean, Pump. I, I mean, I listened to him because I didn't know who he was before. Right. Before, and then all of a sudden, you know, it was a marketing strategy to this J. Cole. Yep. But now, him and J. Cole cool now because the interview and all that. But J. Cole knew it. he was doing it off the get go, off the jump. He was Bro. like, this dude being smart. He yeah. was like, okay, I'm going to diss this dude. Just, yeah, just to gain. A bigger audience, like oh, he dissing J Cole, blah blah, blah. but he know J Cole hot, mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah. If I diss him, then I'm gonna gain his audience and maybe maybe a whole bunch of more, you know. So I get it, and J Cole got it too. But now since they squashed it, I mean, he came out with another song. I don't know what the hell the song is, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, bro, uh, save a Gucci game. I have never heard a. Uh... A, a, an entire entire uh, from Little Pump song, but me neither. <laughs> but but to your points though, number one, I hate when old niggas tell young niggas what they should be doing. You should be doing this because when we were kids, I know, like when I was eighteen, nineteen, I listened to fucking old niggas because I ain't want to because I need to make my own mistake and make my own choices. So that's how that's how J Cole came off to me. That old nigga trying to tell giving young niggas unsolicited advice. People don't have to take your unsolicited advice. And I'm like, as long as these kids is being authentic to themselves, don't worry about it, J. Cole, because it's not for you. It's for the kids in their own bracket. 
Now, but the thing, the yeah. thing is, though, you you should though. I mean, granted, you ain't like you said. The old, the old, old school. You know what I'm saying? OG. He he gonna tell you, hey, this Daniel, blah blah blah, and the third. But you ain't gonna listen. Right. You young. You like, I mean, I'm hard. You know, you hard. You like, man, fuck this dude. You know, it's kind of like saying, okay, I turned the stove on. And I mm-hmm. tell you not to touch it. You touch it anyway. And then once you burn yourself, he's like, "Didn't I tell you not to touch it? You won't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you won't. You won't learn it till you know you in the fire. And then you gonna come back to that person and be like, "Yo, hey, I get what you were saying. My bro, bad. You know, <laughs> bro, bro. But that's like J Cole talking that shit to little punk. But did J Cole say say a couple years back, beat the pussy up? That's a hook right there." You talking about beating up pussies? What, 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 what track was that? What song was that? That was, uh, she, she said, you say you got a side bitch, a mistress and some house. Uh, with him and Trey Songs. On, um, on That's the on his first album. On the first album. Before yep. he let Nas down. Before he let Nas down. Yep. That's why I say That's why he let Nas down. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? This nigga changed his whole career if you, you let Nas or really let Nas Hey, you just said it. That's how he let Nas down. Because now it's like, why he making that bullshit? You know why? And he could be talking about some real shit. Because he want to eat. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> Jay Z put him on that, though. Jay-Z, Jay-Z was like, yo, you need to do this, do this. Because that was his first album. I get it. You you want to do that, man. Bro, his first album you, was his best one to me. <laughs> you you want to. Yeah, you want to do that, though. Because you're trying to get yourself out there. Yeah. You're trying to get yourself out there. I like this first, I like this first album a lot. Bro, because here comes my thing with the whole I let Nas down. That, that, that's that's the turning point in, in J. Cole's career. And he's just now, in my opinion, getting to a balance. But yeah, what, what yeah. he fails right. to realize, right. he, you have to have both. It's about balance. You can't just do all fucking backpack rap. But don't do all just fucking vibe rap. You got to have that balance. You, you Yeah, you absolutely. You know what? I, I think he gets the balance he on. He finally got this back on this one. Almost. Beat yeah, almost. It, it's it's almost there. It's almost there. The, the only thing that I hate with J. Cole is, dude, I need some features. I, I need yeah. some <laughs> I mm-hmm. need some more I beats. Yeah. I don't care if you need to holler at Kanye because when I see you and you featured on somebody's album. Completely different hot. J. Cole. Completely exactly. different J. Cole. That's like all that, with him that, and fucking Jeremiah. Completely yep. different J. Cole, bro. It's <laughs> yep. better. No, well, I always like, say it's better, but it's a different... Put that on your albums, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Like the, like the Royce of Fine Nine, the Bob O'Book. Yeah. Oh, my God. He killed it. He, he killed it. He killed it. He obliterated <laughs> it. But on his own albums. Oh, my God. That makes That's me... That's I was like, man. Then I'm like, now, compare him with his peer. His main peer is, is uh, Kendrick. Kendrick is able yeah. to get good beats, have songs that are vibe to your ear, and then also have a, a message in it. So why can't J. Cole? That's why, to me, Kendrick is going to be better, because damn, it's probably in the top ten albums of all time. To, on my personal top ten, at least rap albums. You, you know what? I, I agree with you on that one. He had the balance. <laughs> he had cold-ass beat, flows cold, hooks cold, but he also had yeah. a message in there, because like, it was a- the song, um, uh, the song where I think with you uh, two when he was talking about America and shit and the violence. No, yeah, well, um, and, and it was on you. It was and he had you two in the song and it was good. Yeah, that's um, all I like, uh, But on the part where like his his homeboy was saying like, uh, his uh, 
daughter got shot or some shit. That uh, Kendrick went off on a whole riff of like, I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill that nigga, his mama, his sister, everybody, and kill my daughter. Then he said, Hold on, let me go talk to the kids about gun violence. <laughs> hey, kids, yeah, that part had me rolling, bro. That that. That 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 whole sex in that album is some of the best music I heard in a long time because it's balancing it shows contradiction. J Cole has to be able to show his his contradiction. Yeah, I, I you know just to just to, just to say this one about the song. Mm-hmm. I mean about uh, the album, uh, the one song. King Overdose. Yeah. Uh, Elements, man. I, all I can say is it's just the beginning. On Kendrick or on J Cole? Who told Kendrick, me? Kendrick. Okay. Kendrick. Elements. Element. Take me on my element. Take me on my element. It's a fact that when he started off, and I just love this, I love this part. When he said, all my grandma's dead, so ain't nobody holding me back. Yeah. I'm on your head. That 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 shit had me throw, like, ain't nobody praying for me, basically. That whole all thing with that album, like, bro. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Nobody praying. <laughs> no skits and how it kept having a cohesive album. I mean, because KOD was J. Cole's attempt to have a cohesive album like Kendrick did. But I saw where he was going and I see his, um, but his execution wasn't as flawless as Kendrick. Kendrick, now, and Kendrick has been trying, trying to do this since fucking, uh, his second album, boy, his first big one, was, was, which for me didn't work. To Pip Butterfly yeah. didn't work for me. That's probably his, his my least favorite one of his. It's his, yeah. It's a lot of folks. A lot of folks didn't like it. It's too. I, I, it's it's the same with me. Same with me too. That's him being J Cole essentially. But the, but yeah. but on his damn the the cover artwork, the the, the title, the song titles, in in the balance of it, and then like the theme. But ain't nobody praying for me. Like to this day, Lawrence and and and, and that's my brother for people in the audience. If we just talking about like having a bad day, or whatever, like 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 we're, we're both what we're saying, like yeah, man, anybody praying for me, bro? Because <laughs> it's, it's a hot line. But um, okay, so uh, yeah, so that isn't to say that I didn't like KOD, and I think it's J Cole's best album since well, 2014 Forest Hill Drive was pretty good. I got my head Hey, hey I'm, I to me that was a classic. I ain't gonna lie. It I took agree. A, it took it took it took it like like I like I was talking earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took time absolutely for it to build up, but then it hit classic because number one he had no features. That was the first time nobody had no features. All his beats they granted it, some of them was simple, but then he kind of he no I ain't gonna say he was it was simple. He sampled a lot. He did and a lot from. Some of them, majority, it was from Three Six Mafia, yep. Outkast, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, like yeah, he he was hitting them, and then that's why I was just like, man, this dude, this this dude really like he 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 really got it on tune, and I I think it it was just a classic because of the fact that the stuff he talked about, but he it wasn't just one vision, it was just like all uh what you call it, uh, for your eyes only and a born sinner. KOD, born born center. I I like that a lot. This, I ain't gonna lie, I like that a lot. Born center to me <laughs> is his worst album. Ah, oh, nah, 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 nah. I think I think for your eyes only the worst one. <laughs> but okay, uh, the stand up and those are his two, in my opinion, those are his bottom tier albums. But um, born center, born center had um, I hate rich niggas. God damn it, 
Because I never had a lot. Damn, his flow in that shit was immaculate. Then, yeah. then on For Your Eyes Only, he had that one track that uh, the neighbors, the neighbors think I'm selling dope. Motherfucker, I am. Yeah, that was good. But that those are two stand out. But oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know if you know this, but I, I had did some did a little research and I found out that that beat, that beat, the the one uh, not not uh, selling dope, not neighbors, but uh, the one with Tupac. Uh, what's his name? The Bicentilla beat. That's what I want to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I say Bicentilla. Yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that was originally J. Cole beat. Shockingly. Yeah. That was that was J. Cole at the beginning. Somebody did, you know, some, some sketchy shit, you know, some swindle shit, and fucking kind of stole the beat from him, brought it to Bicentilla. And then yeah. he made money off of it. Yeah, because he, he came out first. He came out first, and then later J Cole brought it. Everybody was like, "Oh, he got the bison to be." Nah, J Cole already had to be in general. Yeah, uh, he just they yeah, uh, he, what do you call it? They basically reverse engineered the beat. Exactly. But and he 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 pretty much had it before him, and then instead of J Cole saying, "You know, I'm gonna scrap it." He, he kept with it, and I would have kept with it too. Cause nah. damn, you got Tupac on the beat. <laughs> it don't matter who fucking uh had it first. It matter who made it hot. So if he was yeah. smart, same thing goes for fucking Drum and Drake. With I like that Ty Ty and Hotline Bling. Yeah, Drum technically yeah, yeah. put this song out first, and to me, I like Cha Cha better than uh Hotline Bling. But Drake made it hot, so people all gonna think he stole it from Drake. Exactly. But all that I want to know. And then, and then, uh, like, we'll move on to the next one. Is if the chicks from Shorty Swing, if the chicks from Shorty Swing in my way got paid for that beat twice. It's the same simple twice. That's a good question. Shorty Swing in my way. <laughs> That's always hot back in the day, too, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, next, I think this is next. Next began Kanye's Montana. Era. I, I'm not sure what, 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 what it's called. It's called a Montana something. But that's when Kanye had the bright idea to put out five albums weekly, and we'll talk about if that actually happened weekly in, in the course of, of this conversation. But it was <laughs> Pusha T, Kanye, Kissy Ghost, which is Kanye and uh, Cuddy. Uh, then it was Nas, and then Tiana Taylor. So before we talk about those five projects, for, let me ask you this first. Do you think that Kanye's antics before the um, rollout affected the quality of the albums and or the overall uh, the uh, rollout? Yes, it did. <laughs> it did totally. It for certain tracks and on the Nas one that that's when it was like okay, like nigga, like for real. Yeah, it it was really that one and. I, we'll get into that, you know, the subject later. But yeah, he, because I've seen a lot of conflict of interest. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, how he gonna say this? But yeah, he on here saying, you know, for yes. you, you know, black people getting uh, going into slavery was a choice. Like, like really? Like, bro. And, and it, it was a conflict of interest. But in my, as a fan of Kanye. Yep. Which he really disappointed me when that happened. He re it really disappointed me. He let Dave and, down. 
<laughs> yeah, <I don't... laughs> yeah, he it really disappointed me, but I tried to separate the art from the artist. The artist. Yeah, yep, the art as you must art. do. I have. To. I still bump and R. Kelly. I don't care who he peeing on. Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, me too. That's a uh, uh, where's trust words, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, but nah, though. Uh, I think that. He, you know, separating art, you know, art from art. You have to, yep. He, he did okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say okay. It wasn't, it wasn't great. It was okay. And doing the whole albums, uh, seven, seven tracks, except for uh, Tiana Taylor. Yeah, Tiana Taylor's hers was eight. Yep. But I already know the reason why hers was eight. Hers was eight because she was bitching because mm-hmm. the fact that she wanted her shit longer. Yep. And it it was the fact that uh, I was listening to her uh, her interview on the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was she wanted hers longer because she was like, "Yo, yeah, yeah, all y'all, y'all legendary. Me, I'm just getting on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I get it. I, I totally I get, get it. it. Yeah. So. But, but we I know we get on hers her uh her album later. Yeah, we're gonna start on the first. What's the first one? The first one was Pusher T. But I'm debating if I want to say this hot take. Yep, I'm gonna say it. All right, now before we talk about the albums, I got a slight tangent. It might lead to something bigger. We'll see. Now, as at we're both very educated, I think uh, deep deep thinking people. Kanye's delivery was wrong. It was wrong place, wrong time, because some things are just, in my opinion, quote-unquote, family business. Yeah. But, so I mean, he shouldn't have said that in an outlet that wasn't exclusively black people. So this podcast is probably listened to by any black people, but I'm going to say this too. I, he, his delivery was wrong, but I've often wondered, how are we slaves for that damn long? We, I mean, but I know now, that it, slavery wasn't a physical thing; it was a mental thing. Because you cannot mm-hmm. physically stop that. You can't have a hundred slave masters or fucking soldiers keeping a thousand people as slaves unless you fuck up their heads, and that's what they did. Because it separated families and all that shit. But when I hear Kanye say that, I think about Killmonger and Black Panther when he said, "Nah, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who knew it was definitely better than bondage." Because if I was a person that I am now, and I can't say that if I was part of slavery, because I, I wouldn't have the time to. To um, develop my mind, but I would have jumped off the ship. I'm not being no fucking slave, and I think that that's what he meant. But it was a wrong place to say that, and he 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 should have explained himself better. But he, he was going on a rant at that point. But what he said wasn't too crazy for me because I, I I know that he was the only black person who's ever wondered how are we slaves for 400 years. Oh yeah, uh, most definitely. Uh, he. He yeah, he was just going on a rant. Yep. He just I I literally think that he wasn't thinking he not at all. He needed to have that Kanye moment like on the Breakfast Club when he had when Charles Man asked him a question and then he sat and thought about it for like ten minutes. That was a dope interview. <laughs> that was a dope interview, yeah. Yeah, he that's what that's what needed to happen. That's exactly what needed to happen. But he you know, he did he said what was on his mind without thinking and that's what got disappointed to the guy at TMZ was like yo 
I don't even, brother, you know, I don't even want to listen to you. If you think that, you, you, a, you know, a damn it's an fool. Absence and of all thought. That. What you're saying is no, no thoughts. That's an absence of thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry if I hurt I you. Gotta come. I'm sorry if I hurt you, brother. Can I give you a hug? You gonna hit me? No, I don't want to yeah, hit you, Kanye. I know. <laughs> I know, because I, yeah, I probably would have want to hit him. No, no, <laughs> most definitely. But to give him a hug, you know, that's and that's the right direction, Kanye. I would say that that's the correct direction you should do because you just offended somebody. Yes. You just pissed somebody off way beyond. He knew that too, and that's why he was like, "Yo, he knew it." Can I give you a hug. I don't want you to swing on me. <laughs> I'm sorry I hurt you, brother. I'm sorry I hurt you. <laughs> yeah, but okay, you know, so dap it out, whatever. Yeah. Man. One more point. Sorry for the tangents, and then we'll get into the album. But that was Kanye's second part of his rollout, his love mission. But that was overshadowed by the how we say for four hundred years. But did you see how fucking Ebro thought that he had this big ass scoop and Kanye played him? Oh yeah, that was hilarious. Hey bro, I love Ebro. You, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ebro, I can't. I love you too, man. Yeah, man, I love you, bro. I love you too, man. <laughs> so Kanye, how about that music? Yeah, man, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, man. <laughs> oh, man. I hate you, you so much, man. bro. Yeah, I know. I just love the meme. It's like, you played yourself. <laughs> I, I just love that. I love that. I, I'm about to put that as my, like, one of my text messages. <laughs> from folks. Like, yeah, you, play, you played yourself. Like, for real. <laughs> bro, Hot 97 thinks they're, they're stuck in the past. They think they're so relevant when they aren't. But they still think that this 1995 when fucking Wendy Williams on that shit or something. Yeah, they were the best station yeah. in the world. No, you aren't. They're at the bottom. I would, I would rather listen to Sway in the morning than them. And Sway's terrible. <laughs> this man right here, he yeah. gave my first TV in 1992. This man right here. I hate Sway, but I would listen to Sway before them ever. It goes Breakfast Club, Joe Bunny Podcast, uh, everyday struggle, every once a week, not every day. This would be weekly struggle. Um, yeah, for real. For real. <laughs> uh, then big boys neighborhood. Then there's a huge gap. Then sway, and then there's another huge gap. And then a uh, fucking Ebro in the morning. It's terrible. Yeah. All right. So I'm sorry about that tangent. So yeah. So the first release was was a Montana, the seven track album from Pusher T. Now, how do you think that the seven-track format worked for Pusha T? It worked. I think it worked good. It's just the fact that Pusha T... No, one, Pusha T is a... He's a punk. I don't want to say a punk. (laughs) Like a bully, bully type of rapper. Yes. But he's somewhat on that level. But absolutely, yeah, absolutely. He, I, I love his creativeness. That that's one thing I love about. Pusha wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay, expound on that creativeness. How? Uh, are we talked about selling cocaine when he's forty-five? <laughs> With braids? No, I, I, no, he talking about something. I was talking about Rick Flair before it was Rick Flair. Okay, <laughs> when, right. okay. When yeah, he said yeah. that one, yeah. Or what was it? The Fear of God or whatever on his that one album. Yeah. When when he said. Uh, he's, I can't think of the lyric all the way. Uh, it, it, it goes, he was like, 
he was talking about a uh, Lamborghini, and he said the wing doors lift. He said they kick up, lift, and then he referred to them kicking to he to uh, Karate Kid. Okay. He said, ain't, he said no Jaden Smith or something of that nature. I, I can't get how it go, but I just remember it was a classic. I recall that. Yeah, yeah, I recall that. It was a that classic fire. rhyme. But it was that, uh, uh, the first track, you know, you know, you know. You know, you know. In the vehicle, that shit bang like a yeah. motherfucker, bro. <laughs> I know, I know. That, yeah, that, <laughs> To that, I, I like that. Yeah, to that point, this is kind of burying the lead, but I would say that Kanye's production peaked on that one. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, it did. It did a lot. It did a lot. <laughs> to the one, the one track, uh, "What Would Meek Do" with Kanye, yep. which which Kanye bit himself in the foot again because yep. he said before, and then he come on there hard, and everybody was like, "But I like how he did the." Uh, he was like the uh, scoop, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yo, that that went hard. That went hard. I ain't gonna lie. That but, went hard because everybody knew, like, oh, he made a a track saying scoop, scoop, yeah. doop, doop, whatever. I love that. I love that, bro. <laughs> that, that had me. Cause that's that's a Kanye shit. That's a Kanye moment, bro. Yes, yes, it is. The yes, next part is. though, these bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I just mean, like, wow. And it was a like, cold beat shit, and a cold hard. sample. That fake track he put out had a cold ass sample and that beat went hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. Then it came on. This next part though. <laughs> yeah. So that was a good reference to like his uh his prank track. Yeah, pretty much. I think it, it made me feel like he did it, well, even though I know he didn't do it on on purpose, but it just just how it went, man. It was, whew. Yeah, that, that that was on point. The only whack beat on there was on hard piano because it was anything but. That's, that beat didn't sound mixed right. True. I, I get you that. Otherwise, but yeah. six out of seven beats were maybe the best beats this year. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 they went hard. And then infrared... That how it ended it. I I knew he was talking about cash money. Yep. Off rip. I knew he was talking about. He talked about baby. He talked about Wayne. We was just like you know another multi platinum rapper. You know selling millions and he ain't getting his money type deal. I knew he was talking about that. But then when he was talking about Drake, I was just like, I I was trying to figure out who he was talking about Bro, at first. Same when here. I, same when here. I kept, kept listening to him like, damn, who the hell is he talking about? And then it trickled. I, I I forgot that Drake said something about him like a while ago. Years ago. Like they go- yeah, they was going back and forth. And then he said it, and I was like, okay. Then I found out. I'm like, all right. And I was like, man, it, but infrared went hard though. And yeah. Infrared. I wouldn't even say it was a diss to Lil Wayne. It's more of a, hey, I get it. You know what I'm saying? You, but you need to come up, man. You need to get away from that, like, because it was almost like a, like a. I want to say a scare tactic, but a, a warning. Like, He's yo, crying for help for Lil Wayne. Almost it seems like. Pretty much, yeah. yeah like, yeah. yo, you need to get away from this dude. It was unsolicited advice, like J Cole gave Lil Pump. 
Hey, I, I got a question for you, though. Yeah. I got, I got a question for you. Did, did Pusha T win? They both won. <laughs> they both won. Pusha T won the rap battle. But thanks for asking me that because that gave me a, gives me a perfect segue for my joke. Yeah, Pusha yeah. T won the rap battle. Flawless victory. But this also proved that, number one, bars don't mean shit no more. Bars don't mean anything. No one gives a fuck about buyers anymore. It doesn't matter. Because Drake right. still wins. Drake and Donald Trump are the two most Teflon motherfuckers <laughs> on the planet. Nothing they do is going to affect them. Drake has bitches who have baby daddies who are worse than he is or his baby mama still taking up for him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Drake, he, I'm nice for what, nigga? Nice for what? He got all the fucking Cena's and the fucking dental assistants on this team. Taking up for him when he, when Drake is a piece of shit like everybody else. Yeah. And, he, and his rollout of his album it wasn't affected one bit. He had a billion streams in a week, and and people are sitting. Then he put out a video called for a song called "I'm Upset," and the video was him having a Degrassi reunion. Yeah. And everybody forgot about Pussy and, and, and said in the comments like, "Man, I, I was mad about uh Drake Bay, but now, but now I seen that video. I don't even care no more." That's what everybody was saying, bro. So Pusher one is bad. That's bad. actually bad, though. <laughs> it's terrible. Drake yeah. is Teflon, bro. But I respect it. Like Trump's was on video saying, "I'm gonna grab this bitch by a pussy," which isn't that bad. But he then he said, "There's nothing she can do about it," and that's before he won. Yeah, and we're surprised this shit is happening now. He's Teflon. He says dumb shit on camera every day, and he's still his president. He's not gonna get impeached. Him and Drake are are Kendrick Spears, bro. <laughs> Kendrick Spears. Um, now I will say this: when 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 I heard Infrared, I was like, okay, I don't know who he's talking about. Okay, this is Cash Money Bar Buyer. That's a buyer about baby. But the next morning, because it came out Friday on time, so Saturday morning. Um, all on my fucking, uh, news feed, there's some about Pussy T takes shots at Drake, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, did he? And then, like, it broke it down. And I saw a video, I think, on, uh, Complex News. It broke down our whole beef in chronological order. Like, damn, this shit been going on since 2008. Yeah, I ain't noticed that either. I remember, because I remember hearing the verses that Drake was saying, but I ain't think it was for Pussy T, though. Yeah. I ain't think it was for Pussy T. But it, it was, yeah. It, but that made me think, though, also, you know, how fast Drake responded. He knew it was coming. He he knew it was coming. Yeah, he, he responded so quick to that. Like, it, it was ridiculous that's a good how point. fast he responded. Because I found, yeah, no, no, yeah, so thank you for saying that. I said corrected. I found out that, that, that those buyers were about Drake when Drake put out his song Saturday morning. And then it said Drake responds to push your TV. I was like, what? And then I'm like, oh, infrared. So yeah, so uh, I found out about that song being about Drake when Duffy Freestyle came out. Now, yeah. So since this isn't on Drake's album, this is a perfect segue. So so we, we'll finish off Pusha T here, then go into the following week when uh, Kanye came out. So yeah, when Duffy Freestyle came out, what were your uh, your impression of it versus infrared? It came out 24 hours prior. W freestyle was good. It was good. It was it was it was really good. But I still had and this is this this is just from uh Pushy T background. Right. I was just like 
right, Drake. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I get you. Yeah, you sound good. You bring your eyes to Beyonce, talking about this. You ain't really selling drugs. This day. It was your cousin and your brother, then you. Yep. And then, you know, he, 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 he ain't got him a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. Because he had straight facts. He had straight facts on there. Then, then I'm thinking, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, Pusha T about to eat this dude up. I'm thinking it back, right? Because that's this is what Pusha T do. This is what he do. He he. I, if you if you listen to Pusha T over the years and years, this is what he does. And I was like, yo, he he's about to come. He's gonna respond. He's gonna respond back to. This How did you respond? Like, ain't, no, ain't no way in the world. Ain't no way in the world he's gonna respond. And then once he did respond, oh my goodness. You you talking about bringing facts? Pictures. Now now okay <laughs> now just a second though. So how I would say infrared was more of a of a of an indictment of Cash Money Baby and Lil Wayne than it was Drake. I would also say that W Freestyle was more of an indictment against Kanye than Pusher T. He only had like two bars about pushing. That's true. And that's true. That's why that's why Pusher when he put out his verse the. Uh, What's it called? Uh, the story of Adidon. Yeah, story of Adidon. He uh, he pretty much put it towards him. He was like, "Leave Ye out." <laughs> I want all these bars. <laughs> I want all the verses. I want all the smoke. On it, I want all of it. You know, I said, "Don't don't don't put him in it." You trying to put him in it because you ain't got nothing to say about me, right? <laughs> um, now. I think that you would agree when I say this, but the story of Adidon is top, maybe top three this records of all time. Cause, yes. Because he went, <laughs> he, he, he went exclusively low blows, bro. Exclusively low blows. He did not take the high road at all. He, he, I, I say he, I say he went low with the 40. When he was talking about 40, he was like, tick, 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 your time. Like basically, your that man is six, six, like six. Dying. Yes. <laughs> that was terrible. Tick, tick, tick. That man is six, six, six. Man, that that was good though. That I was loved, good. I loved it. That's the thing. Like, like Ebro, uh, Ebro, do you say? He's like, oh, I loved it. They say it was bad, but they, they loved it. I'm saying, bro, that, it was like, if you're in a beef, <laughs> like back back when we were in school, bro, like. When we talked about people, because uh, like now I'm not sure if, if this was in any other culture or, or a fucking city, but we called it pilling. Like like how not a, the kids call it roasting. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. For no, listening yeah. audience, we called it pilling, pilling. So like pilling the orange. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure what what it means, but that's what we called it. But when we did that, we went exclusively low blows. Cause that's what yeah. you do. You, you don't you don't play nice. Like Drake said, nice for what? <laughs> you take the fucking low yeah. blows and then. Bushing went after his mama. That was low. His daddy. His daddy. Now, his dad bars was kind of funny, but like his bars about Greg's mama was that was like he said like your mama. He, he basically called her a failure. Said like this should never be happy. That was low. Yeah. That yeah. was that was low as fuck. He was like, oh, you happy, but your mama ain't happy. Like, yo. That was low as fuck. <laughs> He, he killed him. And I love it. I, I ain't gonna lie. He killed him. It, it was like destroyed and all that. That's why I was just like, and then at the end, you know, when he, he just talking, he was like, oh, 
You say you upset. <laughs> that that what you mean you upset, man. I wonder how you feel when you actually angry. I was <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> but but that that leads to the sad part. If this was fucking 2001 Nas versus Jay Z, which is all, which is going to come up in, in a few moments, obviously. Um, Drake would have been dead in these streets. If this was 50 Cent and Ja Rule, Drake would have been dead in these streets, but he prospered even more after all these facts about him hiding the son. Let your son come home. You wife the hoe. Let it be your Beyonce. You because like you're right, man. Lyrics and shit don't work. Don't mean shit no more, and that's sad. Everybody up here just geeked on his wave. Or, oh, he doing this. He doing that. He so I'm like Drake sucks. He 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 got destroyed in this verse. Like like for real. And all they, they talking about some oh he. Then he try to yeah. And then he try to respond. In a he had to respond in a damn press conference. Uh, Microsoft Word. Right. <laughs> Email to everybody to say, oh, I, yeah, this was when I was acting, this, that, the other, because he had visual and shit on him. Oh, this is when I was acting, blah, blah, blah with the black face and shit. Bro. Nah, you, you just lost, to be honest with you, you just lost me. You lost me when when you did that shit. Bro. You know, he was like, what, you scared? He was like, you ain't black because your fro went napping up? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Man, man. Push, push a T-kill on that. He, he I obliterated him, bro. He, he obliterated <laughs> But, bro, that brings forth a lot of good points. Number one, um, Drake has never talked about race. So for him to say, that I want to showcase what it's like being a black actor, when do you ever claim being black besides when you say nigga in the song? He talks about being Jewish all the time. Drake will fucking moonwalk up every question about being black. If you notice, he never talked about race. He never been a fucking militant, fucking unlike Kendrick or J. Cole talking about oppression and cops doing shit ever. But he, but he had this black face, black face picture. Not exactly like, oh yeah, when I was a young actor. Fuck that, bro. I ain't buying that bullshit. And the fact that people let that shit go that easy with that weak ass statement, it shows that he's Teflon, like I said. But it's fucked up. That's that should have killed him, bro. But he, he he never been exposed to that though, being in Canada. Canada. So don't Canada, do blackface then. Yeah. Whole 360. So it's don't the whole do 360 over there. So don't do blackface then. True. So it still don't make sense. From the yeah, it still don't make sense then. Yeah, if he's not an African American, he's an African Canadian. Why is he doing blackface on how he has to struggle with acting jobs in Canada? Well, fucking Canada is a fucking land of opportunity for real, apparently. So yeah, so Never. that bullshit ass statement means nothing to me. Then two, um, yeah. Drake is smart for having his fan base be women, because women will forgive Drake on anything he does. Because women, Drake is their is their uh, fucking dream, man. And now he's he, but he's so he's showing us as dudes. He's more so like all these hoes, uh, baby daddies. <laughs> he act like he's a nice, yeah. innocent, nice shining armor, but he but he be smutting the hoes out. He he got he got a porn star pregnant. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Um. All right, yeah, so. I, I think that we spoke enough about the whole uh, Drake uh, Pusha T beef. Like we both agreed that Pusha T should have he, he won, but he won the battle, but Drake won the he war. Sh- yeah, he, sh- he should have won all of it. Yeah, but Pusha T is back in obscurity now because no one at my job even knows who Pusha T is. I, I figured that. <laughs> I, you know what? I figured because some folks didn't know who Pusha T was. I was like, are you serious? Like y'all ain't here? Y'all remember being in the clips beat? 
I was like, I remember beating that on the, the, yeah. the, the lunchroom <laughs> table in high school. You know what I'm saying? Doing that do 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 grind. Like, everybody used to beat that because that beat was fire. And then they said, oh, <laughs> that song from from uh, from uh, NBA Live? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible, bro. Yeah, man. Like, nobody. And then he's, okay, uh, all right, so you don't know Pusha T. How about the clips? Huh? Paperclip? Yeah. Nobody fucking knows him, bro. That's why he was hot. He, he was in the public public eye for a week. Now he's back in obscurity because Drake came out with that almost set video, and then he and then like he claimed his song on every song on his fucking album. And I have a joke about that that I'm gonna say for Drake talk. But okay, so we'll just uh, move on to the second week. Now, the second week is when the Kanye album came out entitled Yay. Um, what were your thoughts on that one? Straight trash. Really? <laughs> Straight trash. Really? I, I mean, That's a I hot mean, take. Like, bro, I ain't like one, maybe, maybe two, two songs really? on the whole album. And that's it. And uh, and I think the reason why, because he said, oh, I scrapped this album because of the damn rant at right. TMZ. He he had the album already, but he switched. He just threw everything away just because of the rant and what had happened. And then Reed did talk about some. Oh yeah, you know, you know, I'm a superhero. I don't need no medicine, oh, bro. Like, That's why all the bitches fuck with Jay. Oh man, off man's. That's on hot. That's on hot. Yikes. That's on hot. We was like uh. It, he was it's like, I just got one. me too. What did he say? Russell Simmons <laughs> praying for me too. And yeah. Then, and then he got me too. too. I hope yeah. he don't get me too. Don't be on E News. Shake it again. That's a man. Sound out. Sound out. That's all. That's all is good. Besides the end with that rent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All that's the bitches fuck with gay. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. That 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 song go hard. I, I like it. I like it, and I, at first, I liked it because it was, it's funny as hell. But granted, he had some bars on there, some bars. But, but other than that, huh? it's like, what? What else? Like you, you talking about some bullshit on this and that? Like I, I listened to, I listened to that whole album probably like two or three times, and I was just like, maybe I could get some lip off of it. But I was like, ah, hell no, dude. Like uh, he, he's sitting here talking. How about Ghost Town? I've been trying to make you love me. That, 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 that's on the uh, the one with him and Kid Cudi, right? Nope, nope, nope. That, that, that's a prelude to that kind of so? Ghost Towns Part 2 is on that one. But this Ghost Town, because I'm on a Wikipedia right now, it's track number six. But they got Kid yeah. Cudi in it, apparently Part Next Door. And that's one I got like that British uh, singer on it, like, I put my hands on the side. To see if I still breathe. That shit is cold as fuck, bro. And nothing hurts anymore. But although it's barely even Kanye on that song. Yeah, I I can't, man. I can't fuck with it, bro. Uh, now, I would... Now, Trash... I wouldn't say it's... Tr- <laughs> the album. The whole album. Wow. You can't tell me that whole body of work. Is good. It, it's not the whole seven track. It's not great. It's good. It, I wouldn't even say it's good. Okay. Um. I, I 
put, matter of fact, I put Yeezus on. I was going to ask you about that. I, <laughs> I put Yeezus on. And I ain't even like Yeezus. That's like, a hot take, bro. So I put Yeezus over there. <laughs> that is a hot take. I did not think you were going to say that. Because I would say that this is more like the old kind of game. This is like a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised by that, bro. I mean, you do make a valid point because uh, I'll tell you that first track had me freaking out. I had to pray after the first track. I thought about killing you today, and I love myself, so you know I wouldn't have killed you. Like, what in the fuck is this shit? Then he kept saying it. I thought about killing myself today, and I kill you, and I kept myself. Like, bro, you need, you need to, it took me four listens to even hear that song because I, I couldn't do it. Then at the end of it, he got some bars, but. Yeah. The first three minutes of him saying, I thought about killing you today, and I love myself. <laughs> but then Yikes is good, all mine. Uh, yikes, yikes is good, Yikes is good. Yeah, that's, that, a, that's the one, that's the one. But uh, all mine all mine is one by, she's a supermodel, dick. That's all good, too. Uh, it's, it's all right. When it leave is trash, like song about, uh, about Kim Kardashian. That song's trash. Yeah. But that song trash besides my boy Ty Dollar Sign's uh, background vocals. Now, I'm not sure how you feel about Ty Dollar Sign, but that he's in my top five R and B singers of all time. <laughs> and I, I I know it's probably a hot take, but uh, yeah. that's, that's, that's my that's my dude. Now, uh no mistakes. I I can't remember uh, what that song even is. No mistakes. But anyway, yeah, we'll skip that. Ghost Town is amazing, although it's not really a Kanye song. It's everybody but Kanye. Violent Crimes about his daughter is trash. Yeah, that that's trash as fuck. Um, so, 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 but you're saying though this is Kanye's worst album? This is probably his worst. Yeah, this is worst album. Wow. Because Jesus is trash, bro. The only songs. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I know. But this one is by far past. Wow. So you would rather listen to Jesus than a uh, Yay? Yeah. That is a hot take, bro. I did not think you would say that. Yeah. Okay. I I, I, I read that because Yeezus yeah, Jesus is trash, trash. <laughs> but it's yeah. I rather I listen to Jesus before I listen to this because. It's just a, man, it's, if he would have just, maybe the tracks that he had, and he put, left them on here, mm-hmm. I probably was like, yo, that shit fire. Because I'm, I'm waiting to hear Kanye. Kanye been off and on, off and on. True. Like the Life of P, like the Life of Pablo, I, I actually like that album. That album, I actually like. Bro, he, here's what's crazy about that. When I heard Yay, I got a Kanye vibe, so I put I put like fucking Life of Pablo back on. Life of Pablo is better a year later than it was then. The beats are yeah. production wise, that shit is is amazing. Amazing. That shit go <laughs> production wise, that's his best produced album right behind or maybe right in front of his neck and neck with uh my future dark tricks future sex love song. Dark. Yeah. The production yeah. wise is like it's like sonically, those are his two best albums. Cause fucking Arthur Light Beam is one of the best songs of all time, bro. Yeah. Arthur Light Beam is, is amazing. Amazing, man. I I Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just that 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 album is it, yeah, it's just his this recent album is just trash. What songs me, to me. To me yeah, the, to me. What songs did you like off Jesus? 
Oh, uh, Blood on the Leaves. Bart, it, wait, wait, wait. Let's stop here for a second. Blood on the Leaves is the most sacrilegious song he's ever made. He took a song about niggas getting lynched and talk about niggas getting sent to the cleaners and lynched by their baby mamas, bro. No, crazy. Then he flipped with DMX. That that is a no, sacrilegious no, 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 song. No, 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 no. He had the the not. I was, it was with DMX. Yeah, I was saying don't, 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 don't. C Murder. That's the C Murder. Oh, that is C Murder. You're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's that shit went hard as hell. That's all I like. Oh, I was like, oh shit. Oh, what song is that? By a C Murder. Uh, fuck the mother. Fuck nigga. the mother. Down, down, down for my yeah. nigga. But okay, so, so okay, so but then you know, he 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 had X in there because you said uh, oh damn, what did he say? Like in the um, uh, like in the pre-hook, you. In the pre-hook, like he kind of sampled uh, uh, X Floto. He was like, "What do you say?" No, no, no. You right. Also, C Murder. Yeah, but he took C Murder, fucking mother niggas, and then he flipped it yeah. on a song about fucking niggas getting lynched, and then he made it about that shit. It shouldn't have worked, but that song is also amazing. Okay, that's one song off there. Okay, keep going. Uh, it's just blood on leaves and bow. Is it that one? Nah, Fight I don't think it's that one. Falling in love. Cause both of them commercial. I think yeah. it's black skinned. Black skinned. Uh, you black see the black skinned skin or new slave? New slaves. Yeah. And then that's why I was just like, yo, it's I, I like I liked it though, and I hated the album overall. Yeah. But them really stood out to me though. And Blood on Leaves really was like, damn, why don't he get back to this? Like he, he hit it right on point. She took me out of my right body. She's like, I had my first body. Because <laughs> it's like, I, I hate to kind of like speed it up, but the production, like the production on that one, on, on uh, Pusha T, mm-hmm. the production on his shit, mm, okay. The production on him and Kid Cudi, mm, okay. It, it, was it goes like downhill, up. yes. You're absolutely right. It goes, yeah. and then the last two, which we're getting to in a few moments, yes, it showed that he yeah. cannot. Okay, so let's have a little sidebar hey. for a second. I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, because I, I don't want to skip into it, because I'm about to lead into probably the next subject, Okay. <laughs> which is so, not out. No, no, actually, it was Kissy Ghost and then Nas. Oh, there you go, yeah, yeah. But. Kind of to the overall uh, quality quality down pike turn. Kanye had his shit planned out for a long time. He should have had these albums ready beforehand, but you could tell he was working on them shits on Friday morning as they're about to come out. But like you said, though, he went back and changed a lot of shit after all his bad PR. Yeah, but he should have pushed them back then, bro. Because because uh, th- starting the third one. The kids see ghosts that did not come out on time because I checked my Google Play and my Spotify. That shit came out like no, it didn't. Friday night at like ten o'clock. It didn't. That one didn't come out, or the the rest of them didn't come out. Either Nas, he went Nas or uh, Tatiana. They they didn't come out yeah. on time. He he went not he went the first two came out on Clockwork. Well, no, his his was a little late, but but, but not terrible. But yeah, but like then start with kids see ghosts. That might have been Sunday night. I mean, well, Saturday morning. I mean, yeah. Saturday night or Sunday morning. No, yeah, yeah. How, how you like that one? How you like that album? I liked it a lot. I like that. Oh, I'm so, did? I'm so reborn. I'm moving on. That that was good. That was good. That's the first time I like I, I've ever liked Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi is trash. <laughs> Kid Cudi is trash. <laughs> 
That was a good Kid Cudi album because it was made yeah, of Kid Cudi. The only thing I, I like Kid Cudi on was Need for Speed. And then I like the Kid See Ghost sometimes. Kid See Ghost sometimes. Kid See Ghost. And then like that first bar on the whole album by a pusher was good too. I mean, Kid See Ghost was actually pretty good. It wasn't a rap album. It was more of a hip hop rock album, like an emo rock rap album. Them two emo. Those those two tracks, them the only two I like, bro. All right, them um, literally the only two I like. The ones you just said. I can still feel the love. That's the first one. It's with rock song, but it was hot. I can still feel the love. Yeah, I couldn't feel it, man. <laughs> I couldn't feel so. it. I couldn't feel it. Oh, uh, well, what was fire? Uh, I can't think of what fire was. That's track number two. Uh, and then free it. it I can't feel free. That shit was hot. That shit was hot too, bro. I, I can't feel it. Man. It's like okay. Now, granted, you primarily like hip hop, rap, and R and B, right? Yeah. See, me because I fuck with some of the uh, Anglo-Saxon music. I felt this album because of that. Like it, it hit those. It hit those spots for me because this is it's, no, it's, it's not a rap album. This is a an emo rap album of anything. Cause free is definitely like a uh, a fucking. Oh no 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 free no that's the that's Kissy Ghost that's Ghost on Part One. This free is one that had um ten dollar sign on it like something like an optimist. I feel free. I like that. Uh, and then um I I didn't like Kissy Ghost with uh what's his name uh but now his name is Yusef Bay. What's yeah. that motherfucking name? Uh, uh, a day spell homeboy. A most death. Okay. He was yeah, yeah, he was yeah, trash yeah. in But then it had had the uh, uh the Cuddy montage, which I don't even remember what it was. Okay, so yeah, so this one, I don't think we have like like really a uh, deep dive about it. Besides that, we both agree that this is one we can see that the, that the production was going downhill, and then it wasn't as cohesive of a project. And then it's good, but it's not something that I think I'll be, I'll be playing. Like, I, I, I gave it like five listens. I'm pretty much done. I still play free. He <laughs> said five listens. Yeah, I, I play free and a reborn, and, and like that's it. Oh man. So next, we'll segue to the one that I, I think that uh, based what you put on a uh, on Instagram a while ago. I know that we're going to disagree on this one. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna disagree on that. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Nas's Nazir, or, yeah. or or as I call it, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you go first, bro. <laughs> go All right, uh, <laughs> my uh, it got mixed reviews. The album in general did. I want your review. I, 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 yeah, I know, I know. But I, and I, did, I didn't get it, to be, to be honest with you. I didn't get the mixed reviews. The only reason why, because in my eyes, I almost put this almost as a classic. I'm not, oh, I'm not even lying. Whew, you're giving me some hot lying. takes, bro. These are the hot takes you got on these albums. It starts off, starts off with... Uh, What's the song with P. Diddy? Uh, oh my I'm gonna god! P. It is real quick. Bro, I'm, you turning my stomach right now? That whack ass. <laughs> that shit. Is, oh, oh. <laughs> nah, it, I'm gonna let you the finish. Sun, 
the song comes on, right? Yeah. Uh, man, let me think. I'm trying to Wikipedia right now. I got it. Uh, now, 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 uh, while we're both looking at it, I'll, take, I, I'll give you this. I like that album cover, though. That shit was powerful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, what's that? It was powerful, too. Uh, Push the T's. Uh, Push the T's with the, yep. the, the Whitney Houston one. Yep. Oh, man. Because it's about drugs. It, 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 there's some <laughs> yeah, blenders involved in that, bro. Yeah, that was so clever. That, that, that was that was the album. Yep. Uh, Nazir, it, it, yeah, it came not on. Not for radio. It, it, nah, not for radio. I, the track, it took me a minute. I had to listen to it a couple times. I'm like, all right, you got P. Diddy in it. First thing I heard about P. Diddy, P. Diddy with Nazir, the first thing I think of is, uh, you're gonna hate me, you know? Right. Yep, off rip, off rip. But nine times out of ten, every time P. Diddy on the sun, he kind of, he lives it up. Because I can't think of one P. Diddy son that he been on. I'm like, oh, that shit trash. I, I can't really think what? I could I can't really think that say he either the narrator or saying something on it, you know, they're saying that it's trash. I can't really think of that. But when he was with Nas Hey Me Nas and then he was on this one, I'm like, all right, cool. Listen to Nas verses. You know, Nas saying that uh he's putting down like uh yeah, the sun not for radio, even though that ain't even the course of the sun. <laughs> is that the even said of... in the song at all? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 course of the sun, what is it? Uh I don't, I don't think it has a hook. Nah, it does. Is it, well actually Yeah, no, yeah, it does. Uh what's it called? I think it's he like said, they scared of us. I think they scared of us. That's the hook. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I can see the point, but so I changed my point to it has a terrible hook. I'm sorry. <laughs> but with the, the, I think they scared of us. Nah, said he was saying that he revised it, saying I'm thinking he talking about black people in general, saying that they scared of us, and it made more sense because of what the stuff he was saying in the song, right. And granted, he kind of deviated a little bit from it, this, that, and the other, but he was saying what was in history. You know, Ronald Reagan had, or not Ronald Reagan, but, uh, yeah, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, he Reagan. Had, uh, he had Alzheimer's or whatever. You know, a black person created Fox News. Uh, uh, the Glock was made for killing men. You know what I'm saying? He, he he broke down a lot. Of he he spit knowledge, and that's the thing I like about Nas because he tells you history. He he breaks down knowledge. He breaks down facts, and people, some folks, don't listen to that. They you know he listen stuff about be bitches hoes and any other, but he actually like gave some knowledge, like a piece of knowledge. Like oh damn, it's kind of like that. Uh, what people a lot of folks don't like this song either. That. I know I can, you know, be what I want to be. <laughs> right, I know, right, right. You know, people don't like that song, but he bre- breaking down knowledge. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I was like, okay, the song, the song is hot. I like it. I, I, I like it. I, I mean, I ain't going to say I like it a lot, but I like it. Then PD, you know, fuck your proclamation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. the, you know, in the background, ad living and shit, like, goddamn. Uh, young Jeezy and shit, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I, I think it was good. I thought it was good. See, bro. Uh, so to that point, my thing is this: 
If I want to hear like a motherfucker make a deep message, write a fucking essay. If you're doing that shit on the rap, <laughs> you gotta have that shit in some dope bars. You gotta say it cleverly. He was just fucking talking. I don't think he even tried to rhyme. Then the beat was trash. You gotta have a good ass beat to make me even hear what you got to say. You can't just fucking be playing that bull. I mean, the, <laughs> and the biggest problem with this album is. Kanye should be ashamed of himself. It's like he doesn't even like Nas. Cause the, 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 the album wasn't mastered, bro. It wasn't mixed and mastered. It didn't sound right. You couldn't even hear what he was saying. The oh. beat was super low. His voice was too high. Then his light. The nah. too, it was terrible. It, it was unprofessional. I thought I thought the beat, well, on that one, it was, it was at the right tone. The only beat that I thought was too, it wasn't low. It was too loud. Yeah, it, it was... Was cop shot the kid. Yes, and you couldn't hear what he was saying at all. It cop shot the kid. It was too loud, but it was loud to the point they were trying to get the message. That's why I kept repeating, repeating, and then going back. You know, it, it has a uh, the person that that you don't like or not like, but you kind of feel some type of way about. Who? <laughs> uh, Richard Pryor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, see, I didn't get that part. I don't think I, I think I skipped it. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. He's talking about because he's talking about the cops. He's like, yeah, the cops they try to find you, this, that, and the other, and you trying to get away from you. It, 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 it's crazy. It, it's good, and then they speed up to the slick Rick. Talking about cops out the kid, cops out, cop, 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 and they they beat the beat up. The beat, the beat go hard. The beat go hard as fuck. But they speed it up so loud. That yeah, bro. Nas has to talk louder. And, and I mean. The song overall, the song is the song is dope to me. The song is dope as fuck. But Nas had to talk louder. The, his message was there, but then here go Kanye. Kanye message was better than Nas, but it, 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 his his verse was better than Nas. It was. Down. Yeah, I, I agree. Think. Yep. Yep. But but today was everybody got conflict of interest because of what the fuck he said yep. <laughs> on his red. That's, yep. that's what fucked him up. I think that's what fucked it up a little bit worse. Yep, like, I agree. Oh, how you gonna say that? But the, his his verse was hard. You cannot be wear hard. you cannot wear a Donald Trump hat and then talk about you, police pr- police uh brutality. You can't do it. Yeah, you you simply cannot do that. But on that song, Kanye made that beat for himself. Nas was not right for that beat. You have to match the beat with the person's flow. That's not a Nas beat. Uh, I can't say that because Nas he played beats like like J Cole. Right. They be on some on some low scale shit. And this is first time being with somebody that's a actual like producer producer. Well, I ain't gonna say it's the first time. Cause he been one of the producers before that's been hot and been but it's been one single, but not produced the whole album. The only song Nye has ever put out that had an upbeat beat that he sounded good on was him and Gene One. Show that say what's your <laughs> price. That's it. This song this is not like a this beat was not compatible with uh Nye's. That what be- about what about uh what what about I gotta get to the song yep uh the track everything how do you feel about everything that, that to me that's the hardest song on the whole damn album oh the hardest song on the album that song was good but that was a little bit too much dream for me if I had anything it, okay the, the, the track was good the track was good I don't think now it's good on it I don't know, man. I don't know. And, and that was a Kanye. Say it was Kanye and uh, Kanye and uh, the dream. 
No, it, it was Kanye on the hook, but then Kanye on verses with, say, Dream, a Dream Team, like Kanye and Drake, or Kanye and someone else who's more introspective, not just talking about black rights, because that's Nas' whole uh, thing, but a more introspective rapper. I can't, I can't think of it. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. Yeah, but yeah, I think that was a, that's probably that's the best track on this album to, to me in terms of beat, hook, and all that shit in production. That's the best yeah. song on this album, but I, I don't think now it's that good on it though. I, I think he was. Good. I thought he was. He was. He was one mic good. He was one mic good. Really, one mic good. These are some hot takes. Bro. I'm <laughs> hot takes. And the only reason why I say that is because the stuff he was saying, man, like when he he brought down, uh, he was explaining how a baby, you know, how we in general, you know, like he was to have a child and a child, you know what I'm saying, you about to get his injection shots, he or she, and the baby don't know, like, like they getting these shots and they crying. And he's like, yo, what are you doing to me? They looking at you like, why did you hurt me? I just got here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you trusting this stranger, talking about some, oh yeah, that's the right thing to do for your kid, this day and the other. And you don't even know, you just know you just met the damn doctor yesterday. <laughs> that's a, that's a, and he was explaining the whole scenario of how people trust, you know, you trusting doctors, you trusting this folks, and you you got your child, but you don't know what that damn chemical is going to help them. You don't know that chemical going to hurt them. You right. know what I'm saying? That they injecting in their body. And that's why I was like, damn. And then he goes to the whole Starbucks thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think I like the, I like, well, that's the second verse. The third verse I liked when he goes and he talked about himself and he was explaining how he was like, yeah, I was wilding with money and I bought this house with dead white people, you know, he said white people used to own it and they, you know, and I, now I got black people everywhere and, you know, posted on the walls of this house and black cars outside and, you know, basically black home to the point where I'm wilding with money and then I, as I got older, I stopped wilding with money. Mm-hmm. I started, I started dressing poor. Like, I dress just like regular. Like, I ain't, you know, I ain't got no money. I dressed like I ain't got no money. Instead of having these Lamborghinis and all that, I jump on the train in in New York because I try to humble myself and realize like, yo, realize where I come from. Like, yo, I can't be doing this, doing that. You know, I got to get back to my roots. And it it was it was pretty much a, a awakening song. That's why I was like, man, this shit. It made me think, you know, made me think like, yo, even you know. He rich. He got money. He got everything. Does he though? And he's he's just like, yo, I'm trying to get back to. i exactly yeah. Does he? <laughs> yeah. But he he got the money though. But he's he's rich, and he's like, yo, I'm not trying to. I need to get back to my roots. I need to get grounded. I need to humble myself because I'm way. I'm thinking. I be thinking beyond when I was young, and so to humble myself. I, I thought of bag. I dress regular, this that, you know, I ain't got the gold chain, necklace and crazy stuff, you know what I'm saying? And on top of driving my Lamborghini or whatever, you know, foreign car, I'm hopping on a train with regular folks. And they might not even recognize, you know. 
And I, or, I get it. Or they don't care because he's Nas and he's trash. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> Even in New York, they'd be like, yo, it's Nas other than any other. But yeah, I like that. I, li- I liked that one a lot. That one and uh, the last, last track, uh, Simple Things. Yeah. Adam, Adam and Eve and Simple Things. Simple Things I did like. I mean, so I would say that the main problem with that is I felt like because this is going to be a perfect segue to like next album that was a surprise it was definitely strategic and on purpose I feel like Nas I mean Kanye did this album with Nas to try to get back in, in Jay-Z's good graces because uh, he, he he fucking he fucked Nas over these fucking with, with his production yeah because uh, you would think because uh, like when Jay did that whole album uh, with Timberland like then, that's an event. You think a, a, a cold ass producer and a cold ass rapper, uh, to some people, um, they put a whole project together. You think it's gonna be buyers, but they, but it was it was a travesty to me, bro. The beast, it wasn't mixed and master, bro. That's I'm telling you. Kanye was on a deadline. He put this shit out. That shit was not <laughs> mixed and master. You can tell it didn't sound right. He just got. It, it sounded like he just fucking got the uh, the beats that weren't ready and got the vocals put on top of that shit and put it out. He's like, man, I ain't got time. I told these niggas every Friday and Saturday afternoon, I gotta put this shit out right now. So fuck it. That's how it sounds, man. But I hope that on the last two, which we'll get to in a second, I hope that Kanye does look like he did on uh, Pablo and, 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 and updates it as time goes on. Although Tiana Taylor said that it probably won't happen with her. She, she, she doesn't think so, at least. But I hope he goes back now that he has more time that they're out and he updates these albums to sound better. Now that there could... If it was remastered, I might give it a chance again. But sonically, it was too frustrating for me to even get to. Through all, But saying that, saying this, I'm not a Nas fan. The only Nas album I've heard in its entirety besides this one was the one that uh, you put me up on. Life is Good? Yes. And that was decent. Classic. Right. I, mean, I think that was classic. <laughs> to Easter on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I, I think I put you on that. Because you did. To be honest with you, that was my first, that was my actually first Nas album that I actually listened to. Mm-hmm. And I didn't nobody even put me on. I was like, you know what, let me listen to it because I heard two tracks on it. They was like summertime tracks. Right. Whatever. But then I actually listened to it. I was like, oh shit. Like, it, it threw, it, it, it kind of, it got me because his verses, what he was saying, I'm like, man. But no, I, no, you know what? I take it back. I've always, I've listened to Nas singles, the singles, yep. hit the the videos, yep. radio, all that shit. Oh, pay man, me back, yeah, like, pay me back like you, like oh your tax. Pay me back like forty acres to black. Pay me back when you shake it like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had bars on the song about girls shaking their ass. Bars. That's why I was just like, <laughs> yo, it, it, it was good and. But when I listened to that track, like like it's good, I was like when he was talking about uh Kellis and his life, he was talking about his life a little bit and he was he he, he had a couple of varieties here and there. I was just like, Man, I I was amazed how good that, that album was. Cause I, I actually rock I still hell, I still listen to that album. Shit. <laughs> and I will concede and then you gave that album such a ringing endorsement, I actually spent money to buy it. Oh, like, it like, like not streaming. <laughs> I, I downloaded that shit on iTunes, but I bought the album on iTunes. It's on my iTunes shit right now. 
And uh, it was a good album, but honestly, that that album made me realize I'm not a Nas fan. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just no, not. No, 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 that's, that's good. Teach his own. Yeah. I get it. I'm not okay. So perfect segue. So when Nas was trying to get his shine on with his duo with Kanye, because this tells me that Nas and Jay Z are not as cool as they make it out to be. There's still some bad blood there. Since Jay Z said that like he uh fucked his baby mama, and left the condoms in the baby seat, which is disrespectful <laughs> as fuck. There's no coming back from that if you ask me. So, Jay-Z and Beyonce said, fuck, we ain't letting Kanye live. We ain't letting Nas live. We put our shit out tonight. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Now, you know what? What's that? That album was good. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't even... I I listen to it, but I don't listen to it like that. It's it's one of them albums you listen to it probably like two, three, oh, like once overs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then at that, you're like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> that's, that's what kind of, Bro, that's what kind of album that is. I'm going to yeah, tell you why. I'm going <laughs> to tell you why. Because, uh, this this album proved that Beyonce is the best rapper of all times, bro. Beyonce had bars and shit. <laughs> Jay, Jay phoned his bars in. But Beyonce was killing that shit. Beyonce said, get off my dick. <laughs> that's the hottest bar to get. Get off my dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Beyonce went hard. They said that on uh, on the Hot 97 when he wrote his name. Yeah. <laughs> they was like, Beyonce got bars and uh, have these rappers. Like, yeah. Like, uh, bars like, no, from Mars. You're right on that one. You're right on that one. Because Jay gave her all, because like Jay wrote the whole album, of course. <laughs> Jay gave her all the best verses. He found it because yeah. Jay Z feel bad about uh, him cheating on her. So he gave her all the hot verses. Because on Ape Shit, she killed Ape Shit. Put yeah. some respect on my check. <laughs> my check. Yeah. That shit, that shit go hard. Now, did you see the Ape Shit video? Yeah, I see. The Ape Shit video is black love personified, bro. I'm like, God damn, I, I, I get me a black girl. Shit. With the, with the, uh, what's his name? With the Quavo ad-libs. Hey, hey, hey. But I was like, man, no, these motherfuckers didn't get these motherfuckers to say this shit. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, that that was probably a Migos track that they just took Migos off of because uh, when Jay Z came on, the second verse said Offset, like Offset was about to rap. Yeah, they forgot to take out the Offset. <laughs> and then um, what I like about that album is uh, on, on the one song that took the uh, the still taking the time to which Jay Z wrote for Dre. He took it and flipped it and gave it to Beyonce. Yeah. Which I appreciated. And also, the song about the, the friends and shit, when, uh, my friends, y'all friends, my friends, our bad friends, my friends, our goals. That song was good as fuck, but the first song and the last song were trash, and but the middle of it is is, is amazing. And production-wise, is is amazing. And it killed... Like the nice one, the yep. nice... Yeah, yep. that shit go hard. Yep. I think that's a Pharrell beat. I think it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that the bulk of this album is Pharrell. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, on Nice, in the middle of a Beyonce verse, a Pharrell take over. Like he wrote the whole verse for her, because <laughs> he probably yeah. did. Because Beyonce don't write shit. Beyonce, no, no. Beyonce, Beyonce don't write her name. <laughs> Beyonce don't write a goddamn thing, and then. Also, the difference between the contrast of Jay-Z and Nas. Jay-Z was also breaking life down 
but it was palatable because the beach was good and this flow was good. Whereas to me, nah, she breaks this down too, but I don't care because his beats are not good and his flow is it's, it's a generic flow. Jay-Z's dropped so much knowledge on, on, on his Carter's album, it's not even funny. I can't think of it off the top of my head. He's breaking down marriage. He's breaking down black businesses. He was like, they, 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 uh. It's almost like his album. Like his actual album. Yep. Uh, 444. Yep. 4440. Yep. Because he was like, I try to make these niggas millionaires, but they really work for the white man. Like I said, work with me. He, he used to break shit down about Kanye, about everybody. Kanye, yep. That's a, that's a shot. That was, a shot. That was definitely some buyers, but we'll talk about this too. Jay Z and Beyonce are getting to the point where they are disillusioned. Well, well not not disillusioned. They don't see reality anymore because they think because nah, they they're black and we're black, we're gonna pay more than Spotify or uh, fucking Apple Music or Google Play to get their shit. Fuck that. And, and it's no, not, they're not. Yeah. And it's not. It's not. It's good. The navigation sucks on it. Yeah, you're right. The navigation is horrible. So they think, and like they're mad about that. And you notice, back when uh four 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 came out, Beyonce Lemonade and Kanye shit, it was on title for like a month straight before anybody else got it. This shit was on title for one day before everybody else got it. Cause they know this shit don't yeah, work. They knew that shit don't work. Title was good in concept, but Jay Z thinks that his fans can afford art like he can. We ain't paying no fucking fifteen dollars for that bullshit. We already got nah, hell no. shit at work. He should have charged nah. like two ninety nine for his shit for the first years, something like that. He, I know he should have went lower. He went high. He went. He went too high for that shit. And we are not living that that, that fucking opulent lifestyle with him, and Beyonce, bro. And then, like I said, I, I tried that free trial out. That title, I'm just being honest, is trash compared to every other player I view. It's the worst one. I, I said the same thing. Navigation is trash, and then like the, the audio quality on, on the basic one is trash. You have to pay for that. Uh, the other one is twenty dollars. Get it to sound good. It's yeah. terrible. It's laggy. Oh, it be it, it was crashing on me all the time. But you want to charge like thirteen dollars for that shit? You out your fucking mind, bro. <laughs> and they so mad about it, man. They so fucking mad about it. But the best shit about that album to me overall is that uh. Beyonce talking about, uh, I think on Nice, uh, talking about um, how Lemonade wasn't on Spotify. And then she's like, I don't give a fuck about no, 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 no fucking Spotify when I was listening to it on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> so she was saying, fuck Spotify on Spotify and everything else. That was the best part about the whole album. So you said that, like, there's something like, is this here or they gone tomorrow? But do you think that, that it was strategic for them to put that out? Right when Nas came no. out? Nah, I don't think it was. I think it is, bro. bro everything that Jay do is on purpose, bro. That motherfucker is a general, bro. He, everything he maybe. does is on purpose. Maybe, but I don't think he would do that to Nas, though. Real talk. He I don't, don't think he'd do that to Nas. Bro, he don't, because he mad, no, okay, like, Jay-Z basically Because he mad at Yay. But I don't think he'd be do that to Nas. Like, oh, I want to do this to this motherfucker. Cause we already beefing. Because if it was that, then Nas would say some shit. Nas would say some shit quick. Nas is... Okay, Nas is two things about Nas right now. Nas ain't saying shit because fucking... Khalees came out and said that he beat her up, so that nigga hired it right now. Then number two, <laughs> he don't want to make Jay mad again. But think about it, man. When Jay beats with you, he beats with everybody you know. So anybody that works with fucking uh, Jay-Z, he ain't fucking with besides... 
the dream. Cause I, I think the dream is on both of the albums, ain't he? Mm, I can't remember. I don't know for sure. But Jay Z don't fuck with nobody who fucking somebody he don't fuck with, and like he said so on Friends. And then he spoke about how Beyonce. This, this all stems because Beyonce don't like Kim Kardashian, which I get. Oh, uh, I get that. I get that. I, I totally hard to get that. But okay, now <laughs> Lawrence and I were talking about this. If Kanye is your friend for ten years plus, he, you met Beyonce. After you had had your bond with, with, with Kanye still, right? So, yeah. if y'all two girls don't get along, that shouldn't affect y'all relationship. And so, he, he didn't say, look, Beyonce, I know you don't like Kim Kardashian. We ain't got to hang out together, but Kanye, that's my man. And then, Beyonce, I think, purposely started a fight with Jay-Z to not go to their wedding. I would have said, look, Beyonce, I'm going to this fucking wedding because that's my boy. And that's why Kanye was rightfully hurt. Yeah. And that shit was all Beyonce. Beyonce started the fight, so, so, so they couldn't go to the wedding. And if they would have gone, everything would have been fine. So I think that Jay Z should have gone to the fucking man wedding, even if they aren't friends, personal friends like that. Jay Kanye make Jay Z popular and mainstream. If you think about it, because Ace, uh, uh, shit, uh, what was that called? Izzo. Yeah. Yeah. That that was like his 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 biggest crossover hit, and then like fucking Watch the Throne when Jay Z when Jay started doing all this fucking art references and shit. That's all Kanye. Jay, Kanye made Jay Z fucking palatable for his fucking middle America. The whole ape shit video is something that Kanye would have done. Cause Jay Z ain't nothing about all that artwork, all them paintings and shit. And she started fucking Kanye. Well, I can see, I can see what you're saying on that. So I feel like he, he shouldn't have let Beyonce get away with his friendship because if you've got a woman who's a good woman, she's not going to get in the middle of any of your friendship unless somebody's actually toxic for you. And kind of, I guess Kanye is a little toxic, though. Yeah. But still, that's just, but they know that from the very beginning. But they know exactly. That's just how I mean, Kanye I would like is. Kim K, too, but even though Kim K is doing some good things, where she got that girl out of prison yeah. talking to Trump and all that, which was a good look, but I'm still sketchy on Kim K, because hell, I don't know if you looked at the news, but they talking about how her sister is going to be her first self-made billionaire. I'm like, yep. how's she going to be self-made billionaire when she already come from millions off the jump? So I was like, that 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 throws me off. How, how are you self-made and you coming from billions, millions, but you coming from millions off somebody else? In general, well, like your father, your father, supposedly, you you you're getting millions off him, but then he's like, oh, he just sell me billionaire because of the fact that yeah, she's saying yeah, I got this makeup or whatever the case may be, but how you got to that makeup is off the millions that you was already making from the jump. So I, I mean, bro, but okay. <laughs> I agree, bro, self, but self, self-made, bro, self-made billionaire to me is like you and me coming from the hood, saying like, "Yo, we got this, this, that, and we coming from nothing to the something." Trenches. Yeah, it, it's 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 not. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm making a couple of million on this, but yeah, I got this makeup, and I hope this jump off. You know, what I'm saying it's almost like having that damn lemonade stand. 
it's not like having that damn lemonade stand in front of the damn house. And he said, yeah, I'm selling this lemonade, and we're going to make millions off the lemonade stand in front of the house. No. <laughs> she said, yeah, I'm making, about to make some billions or up to a billion off this makeup and shit. Like, come on. Like, I was like, I seen this shit on Facebook or, yeah, Facebook, social uh-huh. media. I was like, they need to stop. They need to stop. That, this, this shit is beyond. And then an uh, idiot, uh, some idiot talking about some, oh, let's make her a billionaire. I'm going to get start this <laughs> gold me fund, and we we, we going to make her a billionaire and this, that, and the other. I'm like, are you serious? You got all <laughs> this shit going on in the world, and you trying to make somebody that was already making millions to a billion? Get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. I was like, man, how about this? How about you fucking go do a go uh, fund me fund for the folks in Flint that still ain't got no fucking work? <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that's a good ass. Yeah, that's a good ass point. Which is crazy. The fact in 2018, <laughs> motherfuckers, people down the street from me basically that have no fucking clean water. Nobody, and, and it was a hot news story for like two weeks, and everybody stopped giving a fuck. Which is crazy. Yeah. But okay, crazy, man. Bro. So I agree with you to a certain extent. But her makeup line was her. Okay, even a lot of a lot of people have investors. You can say that her family was an investor, and then she used her fame on her shoulder. Her, her mama made her go on, and she finessed that to get in a deal for a cosmetic line. And then she took that cosmetic line and made it make a billion. So I kind of respect it because people have seed money, bro. So that's like me and you doing like Sandy say and getting a small business loan. I, bro, I still nah, I can't see it. Not <laughs> with them. Not with them. The Kardashian family, not with them. They got a, a damn TV show. Hell no. Hell no. I mean, but and I, I feel fat, and and I hope I don't offend anybody when I say this. Say that shit. Talk I that talk. Hate, I, <laughs> I just hate. That every black man that fucks with them lose their goddamn mind. I hate it. it. It's bad. I mean, bro, but you're coming from 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 the perspective that they're white, though. I feel like, and they aren't white people. They're like they're nah. the Middle Eastern, bro. Oh, well, con- think about no. Well, they're they're white, but they're uh, what you call it? The Bible uh, says the Bible Ar- says you are what your daddy is. The daddy's Armenian. That means Armenian is not white, bro. Armenian is Armenian. They are Armenian, but they're minorities like us, bro. They. Nah. I'm telling you yeah. what that, I'm telling you what that yeah, Bible says. The Bible says you as your daddy is. Give a give a take, but getting still. I don't think they mama white, bro. I, I don't think they mama even white, bro. Yeah, I don't think, I think they, they both Armenian. But they they aren't white, bro. That's the biggest misconception with the Kardashians. They aren't white. But give a take, but they ain't black either. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's the thing. They definitely but give a not. take. They they just. Don't they got this bad vibe on them? They do. And it's it's bad. Like yeah. they they it's either they out for the money, they do whatever for the money, and it and they, and you can see it. Like you can see it. And yeah. every dude that fuck with them, they go. I ain't gonna say through dark paths, but some of them go through dumbass paths. Chloe made Lamar Odom smoke crack. She put a crack pipe in his mouth. I think that that was that was a dark path. Kanye West was a dark path. Tristan Thompson. He's just a dumbass man. <laughs> he's he about to get out, bro. Like, he, he about to get out. Yeah, he's like, yeah, 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 bitch. 
You ain't finesse me, I finesse you. You thought I was being faithful, right? Nope. Got a side, baby hoe. Yeah, for real. That's all I was like, man. Like, Why are you pregnant? Beautiful women, though. Beautiful, I, I say they beautiful women. It seems like Kim they got nice hearts, but... Because they do their cosmetics. Right. Some of them, I say, uh. Some of them, I'll be like, uh. But then they do their cosmetics in their face. I'm like, okay. They, they look pretty good, but... The but two quiet ones are, are the hot ones to me. Like, like they, I think Kendall, and then like the one got one one who got all them kids with uh Scott Disick. Those those are the hot ones to me, and also yeah. the quiet ones, Kim and Chloe and fucking Kylie. And, and Kylie bad too, but I don't like the fact that Tiger was statutorily raping her. Oh, you talking about the self-made billionaire? <laughs> 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 That's a self-made billionaire right there. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Yeah, that I, right. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, though. I, I, bruh. Oh, well, I, I had to start bar with you later, but I've seen worse than that whole Tiger situation just recently. Really? But I, I'll, I'll side bar with you later. All right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta hear that shit. Um, <sighs> all right, so, so, so we got two more official ones to go, and then we got, uh, our wild cards that, that we're also talking about. So, and the, the next one probably won't take that long, but then, like, I think the following one might take a little bit of time. But, okay, then came Tiana Taylor. That came out, what, two weeks away, late? Yeah, you, you're right. That, that was late long. as fuck, and it was the worst one. It... Mm, Her vocals were on yeah. point. Her vocals I... were on point. I, I feel bad for her because yes. no one dropped late and then two she didn't get what she wanted. Nope. She wanted she she actually wanted like a full album and all that. And I think if she did have a full album, I think it probably would be way better than what it is. Yeah. Overall, yeah, I give it. Man. It was. Mm, I wouldn't even say it was all right. It I had. Say it was, it, it was had, like a. Mm. Yeah. It, like, mm. it had. It had no. It had no. Uh, cohesion to it it sounded like the songs that didn't fit together at all like an album should have some type of uh cohesion to it this is something like seven eight tracks is put together so here you go bitch yeah i, I actually felt bad for that. yeah and the vocals were on point but like the nas album the vocals didn't match the music and then it also didn't sound right again it wasn't mixed and mastered properly yeah it was like it was on mono as opposed to stereo and shit, like like come out on one side of your headphone, like it was like a vocals were on one side of the headphone and the music was on the other side of the headphone. It didn't sound right, man. Um, the uh, Black Rose song was a uh, pretty dope. Yeah, um, yeah. I ain't like that threesome song because I'm over that threesome shit, bro. I get tired of hearing about that shit, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. That shit you. corny for me, bro. Like, I see, I see, kind of fit. I'm the same way. That shit is not cool. It's corny as fuck. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, Overall, yeah, that one. Uh, it was like that. Uh, that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. I gave that shit honestly two, two listeners throughs, and I and I and, and I and I skipped around the second time I heard it. Same here. Because this wasn't good. Okay, so that's probably all we have to say on that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now moving to what I I really like, but then. It, and, and we spoke before the show. You said you weren't, you weren't a fan. Uh, Scorpion by Drake. <laughs> the double disc. I listened to it, and I. It's good. It's good. I say that it's good, but it's not great. 
but he light, but Man. he's still a dark nigga. He's a real trigger. Yeah, and that Kiki shit. Oh man. Hey Kiki, <laughs> did you love me? <laughs> I, you know, I, I thought it was, it was pretty. It, it, it was good, but it wasn't great. Cause number one, I, I want him to acknowledge the Pusha T shit. He didn't. He yes. acknowledged it, but he shied away from it. He was kind of like, yeah, he did I'm what I hate. This. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> he did. He did the Jay Z shit. The the subliminals. I hate subliminals, bro. I respect the shooter. Say say a name, nigga. I hate I hate subliminals, bro. Just say what you talk about. But uh, there's a video I think on Complex as well to tell you all of his uh, subliminals. There's a lot of subliminals on there, bro. Then um, Joe Button said the whole rap album is about Kanye. Some majority of it is a little bit. But he broke uh, down. I, I, I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, nah, no, nah, I think the majority of it is as well because of the fact that I don't know why he coming at Ye, but he's saying, oh, he said this to Pusha T. Pusha T probably did get that from him, but he probably got it from other sources. Pusha T, oh, no motherfuckers, god damn. I heard but about Drake, though. Uh-huh. You, you, you going on the flip side of Pusha T. Pusha, yeah. Like, Pusha T put you out there. That, that's why I say Pusha T won. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, because I was like, you, 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 shooting subliminal message messages but push a T through all the shit I had. Now you gotta come to the front like You are oh, hiding a son, dead beat nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a baby, yeah, I got a deal by Adidas and blah blah blah. Come on, man. Come on. But bro, uh the crazy part about that shit with this baby though, when did you first he- hear that story? That's the first time I heard it was it, from Pusha T. Bro, I heard I that shit. Lie. I heard it in 2016. I, I heard that shit. That. I've, I've known that since 2016, bro. And then I heard back then that he, he took the test and it was his in 2016, maybe 17. But I heard about this at least early 2017. This was not news to me. And it was the same chick that they were talking about back then. I looked her up back then. So we are back. So we had a little bit of recording issues, but uh, I think Dave, when we left off, you were saying that um, you don't feel that this Drake album Scorpion should have been like a basically a, a, a double disc. Yeah, I mean, I think he should have just kept it uh, just one 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 total album as a whole it shouldn't have been a double disc because it wasn't to me it wasn't double disc worthy like it's the same Drake you know the same same stuff he been putting out it wasn't nothing that kind of made him stand out it would have been different if he had something special like okay I got R&B on this side and then I'm gonna spit fire and rap on this side then you kind of understand it bro but that's exactly what he did nah man yeah on the the other one Oh, in my feelings, uh, the Kiki. Yeah. That, I mean, that went on R and B. That's more like hip hop, <laughs> and it's on this too. Yeah, and then um, I think that <laughs> I think that uh, "Nice for What" is on the first one, but for or or um, am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So like it's on the a- first one, he he got more. He he do have more R and B tracks on the. Two than he do on the first one on the on the first album, but it's it's still it just to me the body of work game. It just it's the same Drake. I, I just want something to stand out because 
we know you hot. You in the club, you know what I'm saying? All his albums, I mean, all his songs be, like, club-worthy. So, I mean, I remember I was listening to a radio show. Uh, what was it? Probably, I think it was Sway in the Morning. And, and the one DJ, they had guest DJs on there. Dude said that he played Drake in rotation at least on a light night is 20 times. That's on a light, <laughs> that's on a light night. Yeah. So on the heavy, you talking about almost 50 to, like, 70 times he playing Drake. And and it's not just Drake album, is because you know Drake featured in a lot of hot albums too. Like and Andy, it, yes, Andy. <laughs> yeah, it's featured. Yeah, yeah, it's featured like with with Migos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he got he got a lot of hot well features he's on. So, and that's that's the one thing they do. It kind of reminds me of Lil Wayne a little bit. I ain't gonna lie, when Lil Wayne had hit that peak and was just on fire, and then was on everybody's song, literally on everybody's song. I mean, that is like a template that um, Wayne invented. Because if you notice, most motherfuckers would get hot with uh, black music. It's like hip-hop, R&B, rap, and all that shit. That's how they started fucking burning up. Because like, that's what Wayne did. That's what Trey Songz did back in the day. He was hopping on every hot rapper song doing their hooks and shit. And that's what uh, motherfucking Drake did, like you saying. And Drake, Drake is the only one that does it after, after he's still hot. But Drake only does it when he's in album mode. If you know yeah. and I, and I feel like Drake does that because uh, I'm sure that you've seen like the memes and shit about the uh, OVO sweatshop and like how uh, Drake is kind of like Goku or Dragon Ball Z, like you know what Goku used to do. Uh, oh, then like like his fucking attack that took five episodes when he be uh, having hands to the sky and shit, but, like all the mountains, all the oceans, give me your strength, like that shit. Like yeah, they say that that's what Drake does because. Uh, Non-stop, right? Which is one a standout track on a, on a, on a motherfucking album. That's produced by the same dude who does who does like a lot of uh, what's that motherfucking name? Uh, little baby shit. And then he's on that song with little baby. I got you. So okay. So I I think this is something that the Drake kind of does when he's in album mode to kind of siphon off people because like uh. There's also like all, all that way that says Drake fucking takes everybody's style, and he kind of does, but he kind of takes it in perfection. But also, my boy Ty Dolla Sign, he, he does that same thing too, to where he hops on everybody's shit and he, and he fucking kills it. But um, I, to your point about hot double albums, though, in my opinion. You might disagree, but I think that uh, this might be the hottest double album that I can think of because most double albums are trash. Because um, before you answer, did you know that most people do double albums because it counts as, as two album sales? So if you sell five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. you sell it's a million right away. So it's not because of being so fucking artistic. It's it's a big ass finesse. Yeah, that's why most double albums are trash. I mean, what double albums do you have not been trash? You know, I uh, one of my favorites that is not trash, and the reason why is because it's a duo that did the double album, and that's Outkast, Speaker Box, and Little Below. To me, that's like one of the. Oh, go ahead. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but I was just gonna ask you: uh, Does that even count? Because uh, did you even listen to? to speaker box i i i, I never oh yeah, did, yeah. Did you? Wow. yeah yeah okay. yeah 
Yeah, man. I'm t- I'm telling you, I that to me to me, speaker with grand speaker about it's big boy. You know, everybody try to go with big boy under two thousand. They kind of separate. They try not to separate them. They don't separate themselves. Speaker Pops was okay. It was good. But Love Below was like hot, hot. Like when you listen to the lyrics, you hear what they speak, what uh, Andre speaking, man, it's almost like it, 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 you really got to break it down and think about it, give you that like perspective of things, put it that way. Uh, Yeah, uh, I will agree that half of that was a transcendent album, like like the fucking Love Below. Although I played the fuck out of it, like that summer it came out, so I can't listen to it now. <laughs> so it's not timeless. Yeah, but yeah, yeah when that shit came out, that shit was life changing, bro, for real. Yeah. Uh, probably double albums. I mean, don't say I always go back. Too. Oh no, no, no! I ain't gonna say nothing too. I always go when I go to double albums. The first thing I think of literally is Tupac. All eyes on me and the Biggie, uh, life after death, because they was like they was a little bit balanced. They to me both of them was like balanced. Uh, one track, I think I like two of Biggie's more than I like one, because two started off with the uh, the Bone Thugs and Harmony and all that. Yeah, right. yeah, that mother was on fire. Right. Yeah, then they had the Skies and Limit on that one. The first mm-hmm. one had uh. Ooh, it had a uh, what was it? Uh, I'm fucking you tonight with R. Kelly. Ooh, to fire. Uh, fire. Oh, uh, one of my faves. Uh, what is it? I got a story to tell. That one. Oh, fire. Man, that's the funniest thing. Fire. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, and then the Tupac one. I mean, you name it. From the first one, the first album to me, the second is. His second, the second album, second disc is okay, it's, it's good, but the first was like classic. It had all hitters on it. That had the one with the, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I ain't mad at you. Okay. The Cal- California Love, and it had uh, what was it? What was it? <laughs> ambition, a bit, ambition of a rider, also uh. What's the one uh, America's Most Wanted with Snoop Dogg? Mm, okay. Um, I mean, it had some hills on it, but to me, I think Biggie's was better. Biggie's was better than Tupac. Grand Biggie was still living when his stuff dropped. Oh, no. Actually, no. He had passed away by then. Yeah. Um, he had the first single out, the going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. And then um, I think he, he shot the video for it and he, and he got killed, I believe. And then the yeah. like, album came out like a month later. But yep. Hip Hop Confession. I have never heard an entire Tupac or Biggie album in my entire adult life and adolescent oh. life. What? Never. Man. Never have. But if I were to do so, I would more so want to listen to a Biggie album than a Tupac album. I like Tupac as a personality, but really, like, there aren't that many Tupac songs I like. Like, my favorite Tupac song is, uh, is Changes. <laughs> the most poppy Tupac that's song the, ever. Yeah, that, that, that's too commercial. But you can't tell me that uh, that one line uh, was him and like some dude in the studio talking like, I made a G today, but you made it this easy way. So the crack to the kids, yo, I gotta get paid. Hey, that's the way it is. 
that's one of the best bars of all time, man. Because he he got all he got all and do face say you can't do this and can't do that. Like, hey, man, I gotta get paid. Like, oh, you know what? You make a good point. <laughs> but um, I would say the only double disc album to me that even compares to this Drake, and I think that the main problem with a double disc is it shows uh, it gets old pretty quickly, and they and in most cases they could took all the cold ass songs on it and put it on one classic album, but. Yeah. The only one, in my opinion, that compares to this Drake Scorpion uh, a double disc is the UGK double album that came out when uh, Pipsy got out of jail that had I Choose You on it. Nah, I got you. I got you. Although yeah, that second a, disc had a lot of remixes on it. Yeah, that's a high one. Yeah. Because that's probably um, the best over... And I can't say that now. Um, I, I was going to say... That's the best UGK album, but um, in 2017, man, I actually listened to their whole fucking um, library of albums, and they're all hot besides the one that uh, got uh, got a fine yellow Sally, and then she's 20 years old, and she popping from the back and see that hairy asshole. That album <laughs> was decent, but like that's their least, that's my least favorite of, of, of all their albums, though. But, um, all right, so, uh, I guess at this point we can, uh, decide what our favorite album of the summer thus far, um, would be. So, um, as a recap, we, we spoke about KOD by uh, J. Cole. We spoke about, uh, the Kanye West, uh, Monta- uh, Montana series. Uh, we talked about, um, everything, everything is loved by the Carters. And we spoke about Drake. So, of course, the Montana series is, is the gay album. The Kids See Ghosts. Uh, Daytona. And Keep That Same Energy. Uh, that's all of them, right? Yeah. And yeah. Nas. Oh, Nas. Yeah, Nas. Yeah, Nas. Nas. <laughs> so, of all those projects, which one would you say is, is the best of the summer thus far? I got to say Daytona. Really? Yeah. And it's 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 a it's a I said another it's a it's another track besides the the one wild card. I think I brought it up in the last uh in the last podcast was uh when we were talking about wild cards yeah. uh albums and mm-hmm. I hate to say it, I hate to say it <laughs> but Besides Daytona, I gotta get Carly B some props, man. Uh, Carly B, I, I got to, cause I'm seeing commercials. You got, she got Mountain Dew commercials talking about drip, drip. <laughs> talking about ice, ice for the Mountain Dew commercial. I'm sitting there like, wow, they got, they got Carly B. <laughs> she actually got a commercial. I like, damn, like this girl did, like did it big. And then I always hear, I like it like that, like constantly. That's in like constant rotation. I mean. I definitely get why people uh, like Cardi B as a personality, but um, I just can't fucking tolerate her, her raps at all. And then, and then let it, that that song you're talking about, uh, I like like that. That song's so fucking tone deaf to me. And then like that sample is a hot sample. If if anybody got that sample, if anybody got that sample on the song, it's gonna be hot. Yeah. Um, but 
I would say that my favorite album of the summer thus far, as we as we record this, is uh is KOD, because um I forgot to mention earlier in the conversation uh my favorite song on there was what gives what gives a sight as me is Photograph. Um, now here's my hot take on Photograph. I haven't heard this confirmed or not, but on listen to that song time after time i think excuse me it's my perspective that photograph is about a girl is about an instagram girl that he's never met Mm-hmm. okay all right so you felt the same way then no nah, it's the same it's, yeah you're right yeah you're right it's, it's basically kind of like a guy fiending for a girl he never met that's on instagram like an instagram model pretty much thirst trap thursday bro yeah <laughs> But, that's a hot song, though. On a surface level, right? It, 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 if you listen to it just strictly on a surface level, you would think it's a song about like a dude being in love with a girl who who who, who kind of playing him. But no, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Upon further inspection of the song, it's definitely a song about uh, probably a girl he's never met before. And then like you listen to the lyrics, it's so fucking, it's so fucking well thought out. And I'm thinking about um. Going to see J. Cole, going to see J. Cole oh, when he comes here in, in September. I'm trying to get like, I'm trying to get some chicks to buy me, well, a chick to buy me some tickets. <laughs> we'll see how my finesse game is on that. Um, <laughs> and for my honorable mention, uh, I will say, uh, I know how you feel about this gentleman, but Post Malone has one of the most oh. listenable <laughs> albums of the year. Cause I mean, cause I, I like poppy shit. This kind of just sound good to listen to, like the the, the egg hard. Cause uh, then also he be, be whining about bitches and shit. That shit entertaining to me. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I was shocked to hear you say that about the J Cole. Cause I know how you feel about the J Cole. Yeah, but, I uh, mean, yeah. It, it, it had to be a couple of listeners. You must have you must have took a couple of listening sessions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, if I compare it to. The albums that have come out um, as we record this in uh, July, um, I, uh, <laughs> um, it has the most depth to it, the most layers, and its most um, entertaining album. And also, uh, I like the fact that it shows some improvement on J Cole's level because, as we've been talking about for years, and and on the first part of, of his show, uh, J Cole has made some definite missteps in trying to just appease certain segments of his audience. I feel like this is the first one that he, um, that he, he's kind of balancing all of the things that, that, that he likes to do. Oh, but t- to that point, another kind of honorable mention is J rock, but like we, we don't have to get to his album that much, but did you hear like that uh, fucking J rock song with J Cole? Oh yeah. 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 That's shit cold and a motherfucker. And that's a whole different J. Cole that we don't see see um on the albums. Yeah. It's, but, a, uh, it's the same it's the same thing when he played and when he was on Royce the Five Nine or Bobo right. Blow. Yep. It, it was a whole different a whole different J. Cole. That's why I was like, man, this, this is hot right here. Like Yeah. But but then it's a different J. Cole when you seen him do his freestyle. I don't know if you've seen the freestyle. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hot freestyle, uh, but I'm tired of fucking Uchi Wally beat, man. Uh, but oh, of course, yeah. of course, the fucking Jake Cole's gonna have Uchi Wally beat because he, he are, uh, cause Nas is, is, is God to him. 
Yeah. <laughs> he prays to uh, fucking Nas at Christmas time and shit. Like, he doesn't pray to Jesus like like, <laughs> uh, like an average person. Oh, Lord Nas, please bless me. <laughs> but, um... But this has been um, a pretty good summer for music. Uh, like, uh, like I think we were saying, maybe the best summer for music in our recent uh, memory. And there's still shit coming out in a few weeks. We got uh, Travis Scott coming out. We got uh, Nicki coming out. So like, it, it could just keep going and going. But yeah, um, yeah um, I think that we've uh, have enough for a good episode here. And then I'll just let the audience know that this. Should, this recording has gone so well because I typically do the production on the show that we're probably going to make this like a, um, an ongoing thing, man. And uh, I think that we discussed earlier that we're going to call this in no particular order. Yes, sir. Yeah, and this is like basically our, our pilot. And I think that we also discuss and we'll let, we'll let the audience know that we're, we're typically going to do lists. Like I think we said our next episode is going to be like our top five albums of, of all times. Oh yeah. So that's what you all have to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so is there anything else that uh you want to say to the people, man? Hey, just be ready to get be ready for a good one. Hope you got your popcorn ready. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So um so this is where I do our, our, our sign off on the show. And 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 we've been trying to come up with a new one, but I haven't yet, so I and then we'll probably have like a, a different sign off for our show, but uh, until we do, I typically say um, until our paths next meet, we're uh, being here at EDJ Studios Underground. Just a couple of guys telling true stories.
my mic. Oh, I'm sorry. Before, go we, before, before we cut, before we go into it, I got one question to ask because we we haven't talked movies in so damn long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did you like the Avengers: Infinity Wars? How you like it? Man, um, I didn't want to like it as much as I did, but like from a fucking filmmaking standpoint and how they balance all the fucking plot lines. Yeah. It was it was a triumph, man. That shit was amazing. Yeah. Is is that what you're watching right now? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I have bought it. I, I seen the movie, bro. I've seen the movie probably like 15, 20 times. Cause I'm trying to see if I could catch something what? different every time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like catch something like a glimpse. Maybe I can look into what's gonna happen uh in the next the next Avengers, but you don't get they don't, they don't really leave nothing for you to fucking find out. Man. I just like I just like fucking the Hulk getting his ass whooped. That shit was funny. And then he didn't show up the whole goddamn movie. <laughs> I mean, bro, uh because like with that shit, right? <clears throat> it kinda pissed me off that in the preview for the movie it had the Hulk and fucking Wakanda fucking running mm. towards the motherfuckers and shit and the whole crew. But like they filmed that shit just for the previews and that kinda pissed me off. They did that shit before. Oh, I can't think of what the other movie they did it for. I know they did it for one. They did it one time before the show the previews, and it was like, okay, you know, you're gonna see the Hulk, but the Hulk don't even show up, and he just gets ass whooping. You, don't see, you, the Hulk, the Hulk is there. Yeah, he there when they fight, but he and the goddamn the Thor, the the Hulk Buster. Yeah. Yep. 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 So um, yeah. It, yeah, it was dope how they balanced all the characters and shit. But the only weak part, the only weak storyline to me was a uh, Thor and the Guardians. Gamora's part was good, but everybody else was trash. Like it fucked the whole tone of the whole movie to me. Nah, I, I feel what you're saying on that. I feel what you're saying on that because they they part kind of slowed shit up a little bit, you know. Gamora part, yeah, it, it hit the icing on the cake, you know, because he she had to get back with uh her her father, stepfather, yep. or whatever. Yep. But everybody else was kind of like, really, like the only time I like kind of liked it is when they actually met up with Iron Man on uh on the ship and shit and fucking yeah, <laughs> fucking Quill Quill was like, motherfucker was like, he's like, we from, he's like, I'm from Missouri, he's like, and then motherfucker uh, Iron Man was like. That that's in that's in the United States, motherfucker. You you from the goddamn earth, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Like he was like, who who the fuck are y'all? Like yeah, that shit was funny. But and, but uh, you're right though, it slowed it up. And um, I, I would say that uh, damn, what was I gonna say? Um, I like how they show because because I was concerned about how it would work out with Iron Man and Doctor Strange in the same scenes, being that they're both kind of assholes. But it showed. That they are two different kind of assholes. Like Tony Stark yeah. is kind of like a sarcastic asshole, and uh, fucking Doctor Strange he's just an asshole. He'll just tell you, he say like it is. Like he, he's just fucking a savage. Yeah, I like. I, yeah, I did like that. I like that. That shit a lot. Like he's like motherfucker. I don't work for you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I'm gonna kill you and that kid if it take if it gotta do it. I yeah, that shit was funny. I got protect this time stone, bro. That shit was funny as hell. Yeah. I did like how uh, Iron Man suit they they fucking redid his suit and shit. Now he got the nanotech. I was like, oh shit, that that, that shit look clean as hell. Yeah. <laughs> he could he could do anything now. Like <laughs> his motherfucker yeah. could literally do. He could just make shit out of nothing now. Yeah, for out real. Of thin I, air. 
I was like, damn, this dude here, like, they ain't fucking up his suit. I'm like, hell yeah. I, I figured they was going to do it after the Black Panther, you know. Yeah. After the Black Panther, they had to do something. It was like, yo, we got to up this dude's suit. His suit got to look like, you know, a couple years updated, you know, Tony Stark been working type shit. Because mm-hmm. fucking goddamn Black Panther suit was like off the chain, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then, like, it shows a fucking, his sister it's smarter than fucking Tony Stark, so I, I can wait to see like her and him Ooh, working yeah. together and shit. Ooh, me, me too, me too. Because she's that's why I was just like, damn, she, she, yeah, she cold. That's why I was like, damn, I, I liked how they did that though. I, I liked how they did that. They made her smart as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, ooh, yeah, that shit, it's gonna be tight, man. When they make the other one, they got me. I don't know. They, they kind of pissed me off with this Ant Man though. That Ant Man pissed me off though. Trash. <laughs> yeah. That shit pissed me off. I was like, come on, man. How y'all go to Avengers? Then y'all drop this old weak-ass Ant-Man. 90s fucking <laughs> romantic comedy when a Harry Met Sally-ass movie. Yeah, for real. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, it, it was watchable, but, like, if I didn't watch it, so what? And uh, Ghost could have been a good-ass villain, but, like, they fucking turned to a henchman because it had fucking uh, Lauren Fishburne fat-ass, like, running around and shit. That fucked the whole yeah. movie. Me, cause Ghost had a, a Ghost could have been as good as Killmonger. Like she, she had, she had a cold ass bad story. It was sympathetic and shit, but I had to go fuck it up. And like basically, made took her from like a main villain to a henchman. Then it had like that one dude, that comedy ass '80s heist movie plot, like on like the uh, the dude with the fucked yeah. up hairline, like who was um fuck with him. And then fuck Ti could have been gone. The other dude could have been gone. The the Mexican dude could have been gone. All they scenes was trash. So uh, I was like, I don't know. It, it was watchable, but it was just yeah, it could have been better though. Yeah, it definitely could have been better. Um, but uh, and then I I also feel like Avengers four is going to be Captain America's movie because like. Captain America was in it, but he wasn't in it in it. And I, I feel like this first one was Iron Man movie. So so hopefully the next one be uh, a Captain America thing. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it, yeah, I think it is too. I, I don't know how they're going to swing Captain Marvel. I'm curious how they're going to do that. I can't wait till her movie hit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I think her shit coming out the month before uh, like Avengers 4. So, mm-hmm. But like that takes place in the nineties, but I imagine like 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 the last part of it gonna be why she been gone for all this time and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the other thing from the guarding is if it follow the books and like I don't read like that many cosmic books and shit because I, I don't really give a fuck really. But um, I know that fucking Adam Adam Warlock he the main motherfucker like who fuck up Thanos. So in the yeah, Guardians too. That a uh, gold lady said, "I will call him Adam." So I, I, I assume that's saying that, that that that's Adam Warlock. So I want to see. I, I feel like it's gonna be up to him, Captain Marvel, and Thor to fuck up Thanos. Oh, hell yeah! Thor, Thor could have had him, man. Yeah. Motherfucker, they sitting there talking and shit. Man, <laughs> I was like, they could have had this motherfucker like four or five times, though, bro. Because uh. Why did yeah, he try to pull his glove off when it got blazed? Like Iron Man got fucking laser laser knives on his costume, cut off the fucking hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then I also think that when when what's that Quill fucking flipped the fuck out, 
Yeah. Fucking Doctor Strange, he could have fucking stopped time and fucking looped that shit all the exactly. way back to where it was and kicked Quill ass to the side and said, bitch, kick back and we about to get this damn fucking glove off. Like, come on, man. Like, damn, he could have, man, he could have did that shit so clean. That's why when Doctor Strange or when we fucking, when uh, Thanos was like, oh, you used every damn power except for your, 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 your best one. Because he, he never used it. He never used it at all. He tried to use it when he was fucking, uh, fighting, what's his name, Morthos? Yeah, 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 yeah. But he couldn't do it because he had got the drop on him and shit. Mm-hmm. That was a good fight, too. Yeah. And shit, uh, I mean, this sounds kind of cliche, but, like, that shit was a triumphal filmmaking, though, bro. Because, like, I... Oh, yeah, no, nah, that ain't no cliche. Because <laughs> that... Bro, that... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. That and Dark Knight are the two most evenly balanced movies I, that I've ever seen, bro. They balance all these storylines, all the transitions and the cuts was amazing. Like, damn, because they cut just at the right time and shit. Yeah. This shit's fucking cold, man. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see if they can do it again on part four. But, like, part four is the same team behind this shit. So, like, I'm sure, like, they ain't gonna fucking let us down. And then what's name? They talking about yeah. They talking about uh, Hawkeye supposed to be uh Rono or Ronan. Yep, yep. yep, yep Go turn yep. Ronan. So mm-hmm. I don't know how that's gonna roll. I don't. I don't know how that's gonna roll. But I could see that though, cause he wasn't in this one. Yeah, and then cause uh, I bet what's gonna happen is like with that snap, like his uh, family gonna be dead. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I ain't even think about that. Yeah, that might that, that might actually happen. But what I'm trying to find out is the only good thing about Ant-Man is that since he's trapped in the goddamn yeah. fucking whatever. How the fuck you going <laughs> Yeah. How the fuck That's what I'm sitting here like. Now he in a world. The reason why he ain't died because he in there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So Hi- it's kind of like, yeah, because time, because he can control time in there. But I, right. that's the shit I don't get. I, I don't get it. I get lost in that shit. I don't know how he going to do it. I don't know. This shit gonna be crazy. It's gonna be some time traveling type shit. I know that. Yeah, cause uh, I, I was hearing that um, the bulk of the movie is well, the, the beginning of the movie rather is gonna take place like I think they said twelve years in the future. So like uh, Tony and a Pepper kid gonna be like a grown up, uh, well like a teenager. Scott Lane daughter gonna be like a, a teenager too. Cause like in the comic books, she's like a hero called uh, she's called Stature. So they said the first yeah. part of the movie is going to take place in the future, like the post Thanos snap world. And then, like, they all going to get together and uh, figure out uh, uh, where to go back in time and stop and stop Thanos. Twelve but, years later? Damn. Something like that. Uh, like, to where, Ooh. like, uh, Scott Lane's daughter going to be played by, like, a, like, a, like a teenage actress. I got you. Now, that, should then, be, that should be dope, though. Yeah. Uh, that should be fucked up, though. It's like 12 years later. Y'all still can't figure shit out. <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, though, like, 12 years later, Iron Man should be, uh, <laughs> old as fuck. He already old as yeah, fuck. Yeah, he be old as hell, then. Who's play with fucking, uh, dude for Iron Man 1 who played as a mentor? <laughs> that old ass motherfucker. But, um, also, um, they make Thanos a cold ass villain, too. Cause he was, yeah. I mean, he was fucked up, but he made sense. He's like, yo, I'm gonna I'm I'm kill half the fucking population. It's fair. It don't matter. You a king, a queen, you a peasant. None of that matters. It's just like I snap. Like it's just balance. It's all fair. Like damn. Mm-hmm. I'm like damn. 
was they like, made, yeah, they made this movie cold though. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, the universe doesn't have all the resources for all these motherfuckers on it. I got, I got balance this shit out. Yeah. So, like this, this current bulk of a Marvel movies, because like in the first phase, quote unquote, in the second phase, they had villains. They are kind of trash, but like this current, the last four five villains been amazing. Cause Vulture was cold. A uh, Killmarker was incredible. Killmarker, yeah, I know. <laughs> then you had Thanos. It was like fuck, yeah. That's what, a lot of people were saying that shit too. It was like damn, these, these damn fucking villains they been having been off the chain. Yeah. I'm like, Shh. because uh, fucking Killmarker. I mean, I think Killmonger was right. <laughs> Bro, yeah. For the most part. So, I, I remember, like, my homeboy, who he put, he, you know, he said a whole bunch of sarcastic shit. That motherfucker on Facebook, he said, he was like, you know, Killmonger was the hero. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I, I mean, saying, you, you kind of right. You kind of right on you, that. You kind of right. <laughs> I was like, damn, you actually, I was like, you actually kind of right on that shit. I was like, bro, but yeah, man, that shit, man, that shit, man, Michael B. Jordan played the hell out of that shit. That's the that, only that, time, no, I'll go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, because I was, I meant, I was overseas when the shit came out, right. coming back here, and I meant to hit you up, because I just remember you was talking about how you was like, right before uh, I left, you was like, man, I hope they don't fucking fuck the movie up and try to put, like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, they kind of put goddamn Wakanda hitting and shit. This, that, and the other, like, you know what I'm saying? Kind of yeah, yeah, divert yeah. from black greatness in a way. But, no, nah, they, they ain't divert from it at all. They made that shit, like, be, like, legit as fuck to the point where it was like, damn. Like, everybody around the world was like, damn. And I, to me, that was the best. To me, that's still the best movie this year. Granted, I do love Avengers. Avengers is shit. But Black Panther, it's more realistic. It's too realistic to the point where it's like, Yo, that shit going on now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, Black Panther uh, might be one of the best movies of all time because it took a comic book story, an action story, put social issues in it, and it was all balanced. But, so it made you think, but it wasn't too fucking heady, like, to where it's not entertaining. Yeah. Ryan Coogler, bro, is, like, the best fucking writer or director probably of our lifetime, bro, because, like, he better than Spike Lee. He, he, to me... He better Christopher Nolan too, cause like Nolan be having like some cold visuals and shit, but his storylines don't be that fucking depth and, and that fucking deep. Cause fucking Black Panther brought up so many cold ass issues, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And it's the only time that Michael B. Jordan has ever been good. <laughs> that nigga is trash typically, bro. <laughs> that motherfucker be so goddamn trash. But with once he got to Wakanda, every line he said was fucking was fucking quotable, bro. Uh huh. <laughs> That's who I am. Hey, auntie. <laughs> he was like, I know, uh, the way I see it, all I started on this continent, so that means you can't get everybody. Like, no, I am the king of Wakanda. <laughs> He's making some good-ass points, and then, like, fucking, uh, man, the most poignant part, well, one of the most poignant parts of that movie, bro, was when, uh, fucking... Black Panther Daddy told him, like, look, you can't be a good man and be king. So, when you first hear that line, you're thinking, okay, yeah, he said it's hard to be king. But no, what he was really saying, in my opinion, is he's not a good man, so he's a good king. Because he was a piece yeah. of shit. I mean, exactly. I mean, his brother was wrong only because Wakanda was trying to be like a uh, a nation like don't fuck nobody else. 
his brother was trying to fucking help out black people around the world who were being oppressed. Like, they're being over-policed and all this shit. Like, nope. That vibranium is what counters only. And he killed his brother. And then, uh, fucking, uh, Black Panther was like, why did you not take the boy home? <laughs> but this shit was so fucking dope. And, and then, I don't know if you noticed, bro, but, like, when, um, Black Panther took that, uh, purple juice shit, he went to, like, the fucking... Land of all like the ancestors uh, of the ancestors and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. But when Killmonger took the shit, he went to that same apartment in Oakland because when his daddy died, he didn't die in, in a country. So like he couldn't go to like they uh fucking uh. Yeah, he couldn't go to that extra plane or whatever. Extra plane shit. That shit deep yeah. as fuck, bro. That yeah. shit deep. That shit deep. That shit deep. Yeah, I was like, damn. That shit got so many layers too. Because then uh. When Black Panther died, or went to that place, like he was crying because like saw his daddy again, right? So then, like when <laughs> Killmonger died, he turned into like a little boy, but he wasn't crying. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, so no tears for me. He was like, man, everybody died in, in the hood. I'm like, god damn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, so when we. Left off, last, well, the last part that I, that I got, we just started talking about Drake, and uh, it's right when we about to uh, break down all all the Drake albums. But what I want to do is let's kind of cut all that shit short. We're just gonna say a little bit more about the Drake album, then like say our top album of the summer, and then like we'll uh, we'll stop this recording, then come right back into the next one, which is gonna be like the uh, top five albums. Okay. All right, it's cool with you. Yeah, that's cool. And um, honestly speaking, uh, this uh, last fifteen twenty minutes is pretty good. I might put this at the end of our, our first one because uh, every now and again, like I, I, I do like an Easter egg, like a, like a post credit scene, like the Marvel movies, right? So like, <laughs> I had an outro song, then I then it's silent for like thirty seconds, then it come back in with some more shit. So like, I'm gonna probably do that for like um. This person. I got you. Uh, by the way, um, what are you drinking? Cause I saw you drink some liquor. Cause I know I am. Yeah, I was sipping on some Hennessy. <laughs> I got some uh, Jim Bean and a lemonade, whiskey sour. Oh yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let me just turn this fan up real quick. This hot as fuck in this goddamn room. And then <laughs> uh, oh shit. Oh, there we go. And then look, we hop back into it. Okay. Let me make sure this shit sounds good. All right. All right, 